Talking Tesla. Talking Tesla. Tesla. I'm not sure if like my foot should be on the brake or the accelerator. They put rings on Elon. It must be some sort of geometrical algorithm. I don't really need to touch the steering wheel there, Tom. Oh, I'm sure there's some math. So SpaceX, <laughs> here's the deal. Um, landing a rocket on a drone ship is key. Charger, 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 <laughs> charger. How am I expected to drive a car without autopilot? Safely. Charger, charger, charger. <laughs> you know, I'm not a good parker, Tom. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. I just think that this is a car company that is run by super geeks. All the other cars are going to be stupid cars compared to this car. You don't even have to I remember that. You've got a Model X. I have seen the future, and it is light pole charging. No, I wouldn't call it a screw-up. Do you like your Model X? God, it's beautiful. All right, this is 161, Mel. You want to show us how it's done? Uh, 161, it's a big show, it's a large show, it's a grand show, it's a free show, it's a show for all the people. Wait a minute. No people, we don't talk about you behind your back when we do a patron show about the fact that you don't uh, give us a (laughs) lot. Wait a minute. We don't do that. (laughs) What are you saying? This is a free show? It's a free show, it's a big show. I'm out of here, gotta go. (laughs) Oh, we lost Tom. He's gone, he really is. Oh, it's upsetting. Tom, now, let's see how you oh, do this show back. without me. Uh, oh, all right. I'm here. I'm now, uh, this show is Big Show, Large Show, Grand Show, a free show, and uh-huh. been put together mostly by Robert because I just have not had time. I put some stuff in there. Tom did some stuff. I'll let, I didn't do a damn thing. Let me just you be know, honest with you. I wonder why. I wonder if it has anything to do with this other show of yours that you spent well, a god-awful <laughs> amount of time I, I, on. I, I got a it's daily funny. show. It's, it's interesting. Really good. The other it's... show on the Talking Tesla Network. Yeah, the, the Talking, Talking Tesla, Tesla Network, Network of shows. <laughs> You're talking about the little show? It's a network of shows. <laughs> the little daily show that could. <laughs> but it is the show that drives all the rest of the shows now, which is odd in some yeah. ways. It's a kind great like show. The tail wagging the it. dog. I but do, I'm actually I do. I've been busy with the textbook. I We're do listen out with to the it. giant textbook, and I have, I'm oh, as the, busy as a. What did I say on the Daily Show? I'm as busy as a one-legged man in a bottom kicking contest. That's that's never, the worst analogy I've ever, actually, that. because it's you can't actually, do a bottom kicking you contest. Can, if you're but you've got to really work hard because you got to jump up and kick it, and then you're let, and you're going to do it on one leg. I guess hard? you could do it from your buttock. You could sit on the ground and kick. Is that you something don't have on to, ESPN? Like you a kick? sport I could look up. But see, I think what you missed is I think it's a you're kicking your own ass contest. Mm. Like you're doing this kind of a thing. He's like you're swinging he's your using leg his backwards to hit to, your buttock. To, I don't think that's your hamstring. I think you might, the, what's biceps. the front one? Your, you your might quad? be overthinking. No, your hamstrings are the back, and you're using it to kick yourself in the ass. But what's what the what's the front muscle? The quads. Yeah, the quads. You, the vast. You're eye. overthinking it. it. Was a joke, Tom? <laughs> and now we're getting deep. I've, I've ruined your less than great analogy. We joke. do have to start. Okay, what? Talking about why? Kipchoge. What? Elliot Kipchoge, I've talked about it on The Daily Show, he broke two hours in the marathon. Actually, he broke two hours over 26.2 miles because it wasn't really a race. And just like Roger Bannister, all those years ago, he's shown what is possible. Amazing. Incredible. Go and check it out on YouTube. It is just so inspiring. I threw in the New York Times article about it. I thought it was the best. Oh, you did? Where's, yes. Yes, yes. It's Tell actually us. at the bottom of the news section. Okay. Oh, yes. It was, it was Vienna. It was Amazing. a perfect day. A little cloudy. Whatever, four or five hundred feet of elevation. And it was amazing. It was like so scientific in a way. Although people are kind of 
cutting him, saying, oh, well, the only reason he could do that is because he had 41 pacers who would rotate in and out in a Tesla with lasers to show them where they should be running. And you could give me one bullshit. million pacers, <laughs> one million. Every, yeah. You could have a pacer. The entire planet I, could pace and you. And <laughs> I would watch them just running, and I, yeah. and I would be applauding them. I'd be like, great job, pacers. I love all these Good work. folks who sit uh, at their computers uh, writing. So, yeah. Yeah. About someone who did something that is truly amazing. He's like, the fastest marathoner in history, yeah. um, in actual marathons. He is by far the greatest marathoner of all time. And he could have gone and run the Chicago Marathon, which occurred this weekend. But he's like, what we need to do is show that it's possible under the best of circumstances right. that you can break two hours to take off that psychological barrier. So the same with Roger Bannister. Roger Bannister, totally artificial. He had paces. Broke the four-minute mile. The point was not this was a sanctioned event for Roger Bannister mm -hmm. or for Elliot Kipchoge. The point was showing just how fast it's possible to go. Within days, even weeks of when Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile, a bunch of people broke the four-minute mile. It was right. just this psychological barrier. And Elliot said, one thing I want to do before my career is over is show that it can be done. And they did it. It's just unbelievable. Shall we make another bet? What's that? No. I don't have any money on me because I left my wallet. How in the long car. until somebody breaks I mean, it, it in a marathon? In, in Tokyo 2020, yeah. will the marathon end in under two hours? No. I don't 100%, think so. No. I don't know how fast the, the route it's is pretty, there. It's pretty humid. The air is thick. Yeah. Probably not. In for a marathon, the fast there is a big difference between the marathon times because they're not done on a, the same courses and stuff, and they're done in different places. And Tokyo is not known for a fast marathon. Yeah. Okay. Also, Tokyo, like it must be at like forty, fifty thousand feet above sea level. I think. Fifty thousand ah, feet, above right? Sea level. Something like that. That makes the, that makes the air that, really thin, so you can move through it. Isn't that how that works? Yeah, that's nah. right. Elliot will be in Tokyo unless he gets injured or something, and it'll probably be his last marathon. I'm no geographer. He uh, broke two. Go to uh, the Olympics if he can get another Olympic gold medal. I think you might call it done. I'd rather. I met him I'd in person. I'd rather see him lunch. talking, like uh, commentating at the next marathon. What did he than eat? running in it and just? Why are these guys so slow? <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> Come time. on, speed it up. Oh, speed he did. It up. So what Was else happened a, this weekend? What we did he eat for lunch? I just want to know what did he have for lunch. I don't know. You don't know. Was did it you? meat? Was it veg? I don't know. Was it? What a stupid was question. Oh, <laughs> I want to know. I mean, so like, if you want to know, why didn't you? Our okay, performance. Then I'm going to ask you, what did he eat? Well, you can't ask a question on this show that you don't know the he answer had to. an impossible burger from uh, Burger King. <laughs> did he Probably grub hub it? You know what's also amazing about this guy? You know, like, I've met him. I wasn't I there. Mel was eating lunch <laughs> with him. How would I know? Um, you know what's amazing about him? He's worth millions of dollars at this point. So am I. But he still lives in the village in Kenya. Yeah. He still trains at the same place with all the same dudes. Uh -huh. And uh, he cleans the toilets with all the other guys. He is a really humble, amazing guy. He's Now, this weekend at the Chicago Marathon, you know what happened? What? Guess what? A Kenyan won in the men's division. Yeah. Of course, because the Kenyan runs Don't are amazing. like that. And then, who won the women's? A Kenyan woman, of course, because wow. they're so good. She broke the world record. It's been um, 16 years since uh, the, the women's, women's record. time has been broken. She wow. ran in two hours, 14, four Whoa. seconds. And her name was Bridget Kozge, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. Two, 14, and four seconds. A record that stood for 14 years by a young woman named Paula Radcliffe. Paula Radcliffe, who's an English runner. Oh. Wow, that's, it's amazing. That's it so cool. Truly amazing. Well, you know what was the one of the I think the most cool thing about him breaking the record in Vienna? Yes. That when he was at the finish line, he was greeted by his wife, all his kids, and it was the first time they had all been with him mm -hmm. at the end of one of his races. Why do you think that is? 
uh, I don't know, encourage him. Maybe you can shave another 10 seconds I, off I if really he knows meant, his like, wife's why there. Why wasn't he at some of the well, other, other races? I don't know. I don't know I don't either. Know. Maybe because watching marathon running is boring as hell. <laughs> I don't think I watched Dan with another gold medal. Oh my it's god! So I don't. Boring. I mean, I, I. It's good. Like, okay, you yeah. watch the Olympic marathon on TV. You watch the whole thing. Yep. No. Yeah. No. I'm so into running now. Well, I can't well, run, but my son. Okay, the last I'm Olympic so marathon into... you watched. We should watch get the you whole running, thing. Mel. Why don't okay. you come with me? You know what? I don't come run? to the old man's gym <laughs> with the old why? man's coach. This is. You want to have too much information? I'll give you TMI. You ready? Okay. It doesn't matter. I it have can a, be fixed. I have a small hernia, and when I run, it hurts like hell. Then you need. I have a small hernia too. Yeah, and it's actually better now that I've been exercising. Well, I still exercise, but just I find running for some reason it just hurts, and I think my, my intestines are going to fall right. under my scrotum. I'm throwing it down. Come to the gym with me. Tuesday, TMI. Thursday, or Sunday. It was fine until that very last. Part Nobody of it. wants to see my intestines fall into my no. tiny scrotum. No. No, nobody, nobody, especially me. And also, I'll be honest with you, nobody really can see that. <laughs> you know what's going to make your intestines pop down into your scrotum more oh. is all the coughing you were probably doing on Thursday. Wow, oh what gosh. a segue! Good. That's a segue. Yeah, boom. Very. I gosh. was driving down the four hundred five into the valley on mm -hmm. my way to Oxnard. It was like five fifteen in the morning, mm -hmm. and it's blackout. Except, I looked up and I saw this like ribbon of lapping flames on the hillside far on the other side of the valley, like 10 miles ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell is that? That's a fire, Robert. I thought, well, this Los Angeles, they're probably filming a movie and there's some kind of lighting going on or something. And then I kept looking at it because I was in autopilot. Mm -hmm. I could just keep driving in autopilot and staring out at this, like literally ribbon of orange flame all the way up this hillside. Mm. That I just... I was just like, like my heart stopped. And then as I got towards the end of the valley here in Woodland Hills, all the wind had blown the smoke here and the freeway was just like, I was having a hard time seeing. Yeah. It was like fog. It was nasty that day at the old wow. office. Not, not pleasant at all. There's actually a really cool time lapse yeah. that KBC photographed of Ooh. the mountain of that fire kind of moving along. So yeah, you, I you see could that. search it. You could search it. Fire is uh, frighteningly beautiful. It is beautiful. Looking at those, it's like, it's so amazing. And yet people's houses are going up in flames. And it's incredible crazy. how much, how hot it can be. I drove through a, where a forest mm -hmm. fire had gone through once. And they were- Like shortly they, thereafter? Yeah. They, they had like bulldozed in these huge piles, the burn debris. Yeah. And they were burning those things. And we were like- 150 yards away from it on a on a road yeah because we were going camping <laughs> we got turned around but uh, <laughs> we were going camping up there and it was like apocalypse now but the heat coming even through the window from that pile at 150 yards away was unbelievable it's no wonder that fire sort of creates its own environmental situations yeah every year i get to watch a well it's actually every maybe three mm-hmm you know, at all of you, you had to do that fire training. Fire safety training. Remember that? Oh, they remember. show a video every single time of this, like, glass-enclosed bedroom. Just mm -hmm. a standard bedroom. It's like a movie from the 60s yeah. where they start with a little electrical wire in a cushion to simulate a cigarette. Thankfully, people don't really smoke that much anymore, and they know not to smoke so much in the house. But there were so many fires caused by cigarettes, like domestic fires, and they show within three minutes the interior of that room was 3,000 degrees. That's Is that hot. a lot? That's very hot. It's very hot. I don't know. 
It seems like you would know the answer to that question because it's it's very hot. This fire burned 8,000 acres mm-hmm. plus, and it actually burned almost in exactly the same place mm-hmm. 2000 in 2008. The Silmar yeah. fire almost followed the exact same path. So but this was just that. a random thing, right? It just... It just was so bad because... Well, they think it was power lines started again. So up north, mm. they've been turning off all the power in, uh, in when the 50-mile-an-hour winds. Yet the day before this fire started, we had the Santa Anas come back. Yes. Very high winds. Dry. And there was actually... There's video of this as well. There's a guy who called in that the fire... He saw something, what he felt like, fell from one of those high-tension towers yeah. at the base of it. And that's where the, they know that the fire started. Yes. They're still not sure whether or not something else went down but there's video from like one of those ring security cams yes of the fire department had responded to that yes and it, it started to grow so fast because of the winds there's just like 30 or 40 firemen just running out this driveway towards wow. their trucks and you can just see like the the like lapping fire and embers sort of coming towards in their direction there when you have that many firemen going in el reverso you know that thing was moving wow but at least you know it's uh, not getting worse in California due to climate change. Due no, to doing, it's, it's, no. not, it's not going to be a problem going forward, right? Fake no. news. <laughs> the modeling for fires in California due to climate change, the mm. incre- it's frightening. This place is just going to be constant inferno. It's not, it's not good. It, it doesn't smell good either. But how would you know it's actually related to climate change? It's not like there's like other disasters happening at the exact same time no. elsewhere on the planet. No. Right, but it's hard. To, it's, a, it's also hard. I mean, again, like I don't want to be like a, a denier in any way, shape or form, but I've had, we've had fires in California since I was a little kid, yes, right? But then they do the computer modeling. If you just take it up one degree and what does that mean for right. fires? What does it mean for floods? What does it mean for Tokyo, for example? It means uh, things get a lot worse. Global weirding. Go. Tell us about Tokyo. Typhoon Hagibis? I'm, now I'm wondering if I'm... I think it's pretty... Haggis. Haggis. Typhoon Haggis. Hey. hey. I'm going to blow. Hey. I don't believe the, the <laughs> Irish have any Scottish. skin in the game. It's the Scottish, Scottish have yeah, any haggis. skin in the yeah, game sure. of, of naming it's typhoons. It's a typhoon and Haggis has fallen from the sky. Because I believe in, in where, where, <laughs> where, where, where Scotland would be if they had typhoons they yeah. would be hurricanes because that's the atlantic that's and true. typhoons are in the the asian part no, of they the just pacific correct? northern hemisphere and southern hemisphere isn't it, isn't it hurricanes in the northern hemisphere cyclones in the southern hemisphere isn't no that i how think it works? It, I but think you it just mentioned but you said cyclones with... not typhoons cyclones are tornadoes you're very confused, very confused. <laughs> yeah, typhoon is a pacific thing i lived through a typhoon right. in taiwan which was like everybody closed their windows mm-hmm. with with these metal shutters, and there were there were things flying around, like big things, chairs and things. It was exciting, but this this was really amazing. It's the worst storm that hit has hit Japan in sixty years. You are correct, by the way, Melvis. I'm sorry to to report I was Thank wrong. Hurricanes, you. typhoons, and cyclones are all different names for the same type of storm. Western Pacific in the Eastern Hemisphere are called typhoons, while ones spawned in the Atlantic and Eastern Pacific are called hurricanes. I'm getting to the third one. Cyclone. In Southern Hemisphere, they're called cyclones. Uh, yes, that must be the case. And, and Oh, and those born in the South Pacific and Indian Ocean are known as cyclones. Uh, any particular reason why they make why it so complicated? That's because there was probably poor coordination between the the weather people back in the day. 
Mm. Okay. They didn't have Twitter and Facebook so, to coordinate. So what did happen in Tokyo after this, all of this defining of the like storms? Like 400 wide mile 400 storm. wide mile? Yeah, 400 mm, it's a wide mile, mile wide. Yeah, wide mile. It's like a mile. Mile wide. <laughs> <laughs> there was like storm surge. I threw in a picture of Tokyo with some rescuer. Like in a regular street, the, the, it, he's up to mid-thigh. Uh, in water, like at least a meter of water came in and surged into parts of the city. There were amazing winds. I threw a link at the very bottom. It says, watch here. And that is a compilation video that's showing like trucks, like big trucks, the kinds that like deliver, you know, tortillas and such, but they don't in really- Tokyo? Not in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> the old Tokyo tortilla yeah. truck, huh? And Well, mm-hmm. it must have been empty because no mm. one eats tortillas, right? Yeah, that would anyway, be probably Anyway, these trucks, one after another, are just blowing over. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they're driving on a highway, and all of a sudden, the people who are speaking Japanese on the video, oh, Hawaii! And they're like, Why boom, does he the do truck that? goes <laughs> over, because they're, like, screaming with Why Japanese. But that wasn't Japanese, epithet. I don't it's believe. Like, and you know how to speak Japanese, so you could have actually used hi. Japanese words. Yeah, but I don't know how to say in Japanese, holy, <laughs> that truck just blew over. That it, like, shut awesome. down Tokyo. There's another video I watched of this train station, this metro station in Tokyo, uh-huh. and the guy is just panning through and there's like a couple of guards and there's like a one of those turnstile like rows with like 50 wide of turnstile rows and he keeps turning around and there's a couple of other guys standing around but there's nobody walking and he says do you realize that 3.2 million people pass through this station every day and it's completely empty because the city was shut down they shut down everything uh and then up at fukushima there was a river that uh, levee broke, and there was a bunch of bags of contaminated soil they lost. They were big bags. <laughs> they, they lost. They lost. <laughs> yeah, they could find some of them, but they were all floating away. We lost I our mean, soil. It was Wanted a massive mess. Glowy soil. <laughs> if found, returned to Fujitsu. And the Fukushima. crazy thing is that just last month, they had a huge typhoon that also huh. hit and killed three people and good. injured 40 and left hundreds of homes without power. So what are you saying? Is there some connection to all of this stuff? I'm being a prophet here, and I'm just talking about all of the shit that's going down because this is what Greta has been talking about. Where It's coming wow. to roost. He's getting so good at just this. Just one degree of warming, and all this is happening. It's still like you get to watch this occur before our eyes. 1.5, exponentially worse. Two, exponentially worse. Over that, forget it. Just forget it. Yeah. Forget about it. And the crazy thing is that- This defeats its own purpose. (laughs) I get sucked in. I I know I'm not the only one. I get sucked into watching these videos. It's like watching a, um, what was his name? The the big dragon. Godzilla. It's like watching a Godzilla movie where you're like, oh my God, he's knocking that building over. But Mm -hmm. it's without Godzilla. And the building's actually knocking over from natural causes, wind and whatever. Mm -hmm. And like watching Mount St. Helens blow up or watching 9-11. It's like it becomes like so engrossing to watch and look for another video. And then I don't get other work done. And how much work product is lost around the world because of just these storms? Just kind of crazy, and so, like I said, just you're just a you're a, what is it? What do they call it? You're hysterical liberal is what you're being right now. Just don't worry about it. It's fine. Just, yeah. Nothing to see here. It's That's all good. Right. Somebody's going to come up with a solution. Stupid. A solution like a big ice bag. You just put it on the planet, and it just cools down for twenty minutes, and then we're back to where we were. A big ice bag. Where are we going to get that? 
There's a quote that you had right at the beginning of this article, which uh, yes. you should tell us about before you tell us about Greta. We do not inherit the earth from our ancestors. We borrow it from our children. Who said that? That actually comes from this package, which is what I was going to share a little <laughs> bit later. Okay. So stay tuned. Show us your package later then. Um, and let's talk about Greta. It, come, it comes from a consumer product that was mailed to Robert <laughs> in an Amazon box. Oh, a, with brutal. a large carbon footprint. Unfortunately, without an EV to deliver it. Right. Stop buying things. That's the secret. <laughs> well, I don't know. Then people wouldn't have jobs. You know, you got to look at both sides of it. We, don't, we just need to get it to you in a much more friendly package. This package has no plastic. Like what I did with uh, my hamburger, Tom? Mm. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about that for a minute. Yes. Before we get to Greta. because So Greta's trying to save the world. Yes. Mel talks a good game about <laughs> saving the world. So I came in today and I had a question for him. I was wondering, yeah. had he tried the Impossible Burger from Burger King? Yes. He's a guy, likes to eat a little bit less meat. Yes. See what he felt about it. And, and his answer was... Yeah, and it was uh, delicious. He In really fact, liked Tom, it. In fact, Tom, what I did is I door dashed it to my house, two of them, <laughs> so my son and I could eat it. And then my son said, really? You uh, couldn't have driven your electric car down to pick it up? What's the carbon footprint on this veggie? And the Burger King is like, what, eight minutes from your house? Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe eight minutes. Yeah, so he grub-hubbed it. Some guy in a probably a diesel Volkswagen. <laughs> oh, okay. But it was a clean diesel Volkswagen. Right, they're all probably clean. Went, and, went, sure. went to the drive-thru with him, probably touched it couple of times too and then but so but you liked it you enjoyed it it was delicious right, even so. though it had a huge Good. carbon footprint <laughs> well did it have a carbon footprint on the bun <laughs> the important thing is learning so now you're learning yeah Good. I, like yeah. I should get it is a good burger by electric car yeah had, i had one of those i had the the carl's jr version which is the beyond also yes. very delicious although yeah. if you order that one i recommend asking them to make it well done yeah it's a little like loose. It's a little gooey. Yeah. In the middle. <laughs> gooey. It's a little bit gooey it's in the gooey. middle. It's interesting that uh, I love this stuff because I still have the taste for meat, but my vegetarian friends, I'm like, you got to try this burger. And they go like, this is disgusting. It tastes like meat. And I'm like, yes, it tastes like meat. And they're like, meat's disgusting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's for people like me that it's still good, like meat. It's transitional. Yeah. It's good. I think they're just lovely. Tell us about Greta, for goodness sake. She's been all over the planet. Her well, yeah, it's like I, too lost, good right now. I lost track of it's Greta. That's not true. She's yeah, in a her carbon neutral yacht. Awesome. Yeah, she came over from Plymouth, England, just like the Pilgrims, right? And uh, Yeah, just like the Pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> Except she was in a carbon fiber uh -huh. racing yacht that was so also yeah. solar powered, mm -hmm. and it had turbines in the water underneath it yeah. that generated electricity to run the electronics. Mm, that's great. Pretty just, sweet. Just almost exactly like the Pilgrims. Yeah, they had very all similar. Stuff. They had all that stuff. It was pretty austere. Uh -huh. yeah. I saw a photograph. I, I'm Now I'm following her on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. And she has a Facebook page where she showed pictures inside the yacht. It's mm -hmm. pretty hard and not very friendly. Yeah. But the, the yacht isn't friendly. It's an unfriendly uh, it's yacht. It's a racing yacht. Uh -huh. So it's definitely not friendly. No, I get it. Okay. It's cool. I couldn't do it. But it's not what the pilgrims had. I, I just wanted to fold myself up. <laughs> the pilgrims, right? They were pretty carbon neutral. That's yeah, true. That's probably So true. she was in New York. We all know that. Then she went up to the Canada. I think it was Montreal. The but, Canada. But every Friday, mm -hmm. this is what I'm learning from it, is that every Friday is a demonstration. Okay. And she'll be somewhere on a Friday for a demonstration. So she went to Denver last Friday, mm -hmm. and uh, there's an organization now that you can support and follow called F 
FF. Which was a street, <laughs> which was an LA street gang when I was a kid. Really? Uh huh. Whoa. Different didn't mean. Did it fri- mean Fridays for Future? No, it mean it meant it actually meant fight for freedom. Okay. But it was different. Well, so she was in uh, Denver. I threw a picture in here. There were a lot of people there, a lot of kids. I, you know, this is really awesome. I think I feel very optimistic just because Greta is around doing her thing. She, yes, Tom. Well, no, I was. You didn't have to stop talking in the middle. Of that I wanted to interrupt you at a at a at a good time. Yeah. Does your son is your son interested in kind of her deal? Is he active active in this kind of situation? I don't know. Because mine aren't. I'm just curious. It, yeah. That's not a. That wasn't like I'm trying I to call you out. I think it's younger kids who seem to be like. Yeah. So she when she was in um, North Dakota, mm-hmm. she hooked up with a, another 16 year old who's really uh, involved in climate change, mm-hmm. and uh, that's the site of the KXL Access Oil Pipeline mm-hmm. in the on the Standing Rock Indian Reservation. So she hooked up with one of the kids there who's an activist uh, and was speaking and sort of bringing the media to that site you know the media is cool. following her around yeah she's not getting as much you know airplay because other people in the media are louder and probably more uh, yeah. attention grabbing but she said at in denver that young people must be prepared to strike for a long time for action on climate change and not back down and playing that long game is great and it's easy when you're 16 to play the long game and uh, that's because she's got a long time that she's going to be around. That's true. No, I understand that aspect of it. I just hope that the young people do not back down and they don't get bored and they don't move on to the next thing. Mel, I think, is going to maybe play some audio or he's just playing. No, I just started following Greta because yes. of your suggestion. And on her feed is the Japanese trucks just yes. getting flipped and blown away. That's unbelievable. Yes. That's her, her last video, by the way, had 8.7 million views. So she is having an effect. It's wonderful. Yeah. Tokyo this is, is the video. just, just blowing it. away. That's uh, the one I gave you the link to. Gosh. And I got it from Greta. I hope the world leaders are, are listening because that's what it's going to take, right? At the end of the day, it's going to take big amounts of money, big amounts of capital, big amounts of investment, Change. big amounts of awakening. Yes. Um, and, and a lot of disruption. Right. To what's currently happening. Yeah, for sure. Go Greta. The world is not waking up and we are the change. The change is coming. Mm-hmm. Whether you like change it or not. You want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. Remember that Johnny Grubhub. <laughs> so she's going to end up. She's going to end up touring through Cali- uh, through the United States. I don't know if she's coming to through, L.A. Through California. I've been waiting. But. But. Yeah. California. To California. You like what I did there? Yes. Me and Arnold would very tight. Yeah, because Arnold met her in Vienna last mm. year. He was very inspired by her. Yeah, he threw his private jet to Vienna to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all alone in my jet. Hey, Greta, you want to come with me? Well, at first he offered her his electric Hummer to tour around the country. I find that to be amazing, actually. I would love <laughs> to see what his electric Hummer is all about. How does he charge his electric Hummer? Well, is that's it... the problem. That's why she didn't take the electric Hummer. Is it a conversion situation? Yes. Yeah. 
he converted it from eating the planet to not he eating did. the he planet. He actually did it right when he was becoming governor because people are saying, you're the governor of California and we're all green and you're driving this diesel Hummer. And he's like, oh, I'll convert it to electric. It's going to be electric. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Except it can only charge off of like a 40 amp charger. So. 40 amp charger. It's like 42 hours to charge my Hummer. <laughs> I'll take the Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they, she started in New York and he was going to give her the Hummer, but he was like, how do I get, they all said, how do we get the Hummer to New York? You'd have to like I'll limp it. my plane. You'll have to limp it along. Yeah. I'll carry it there. It'll be my plane. I'll lift it to you, Grant. That'd be great. <laughs> get the urinals. We're going to start peeing. So not a fan of that guy, but okay, keep going. He just arranged for her then to get a Model 3. I'll, easier. I'll get you a Model 3. It'll be great. <laughs> what does that mean? He arranged for her to get He probably Model called three. Tesla. I thought it was his. He, he, no. I thought it wasn't his. No. Oh, he arranged for it. Auto summon. He's sixty thousand dollars. He arranged for it. Going to buy you a model. Oh, come on, you couldn't have base model. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get to California, can I have it back, please? Yeah, <laughs> that's not your car, Greta. That's for me. <laughs> could you do the whole show in Auto Summoners? I probably couldn't, but <laughs> yes. we might get a call. <laughs> Eventually, she's going to go down to Chile. Uh. In the Model 3? I don't know. Over the Panama Canal, there's probably no superchargers in Panama. (laughs) (laughs) It's downhill. Regenerative regenerative driving, she'd probably make it all the way. I don't think so. It's at the bottom of the earth. She's going down. Look at the map. Look at the map. It goes goes down. down. Gravity. Gravity gravity to charge the car. Now, coming back is going to be a problem, but going. Leave it in Chile. I'll bring it in my airplane. I'll go get it. It'll be great. It's fine. Air lift it out. Explosions and stuff. Are we done? Is that the show? Can we do the letters now? Okay. Yeah. See you next week. It's all on the Tom's Patreon. completely derailed the whole thing. <laughs> what was that article about? Oh, oh yeah. He sent her a Model Three. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Couldn't just say that. No. Uh, sorry. Sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I'm sweating now. Speaking of superchargers, I was at the Burbank supercharger. Give last us the night. story. So, you said the story was good. So I was at the Burbank <laughs> supercharger last night. On my way to the Burbank supercharger, I pushed the little supercharger button on the window, on the screen, on the, the center control the screen, unit, yeah, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Right. And it said one of 20 available. And I was like, oh my God, the supercharger is so very busy. And I was like, I got nothing to do. Okay. It was like 830. I'll go see what's going on. I needed to charge. I got there, about 80 miles of charge left, and three of the superchargers were open, and I was very, very excited about that, but they were wrapped in yellow tape. So the software apparently in the car doesn't update the broken ones. So I backed, started to back into one, and I was like, well, and then I noticed there was a guy waiting in line. This poor gentleman in a black blacked out Model S. I think he had all the Chrome delete. And so I I just pulled in behind him and I waited and I turned on the Netflix and I started to watch Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders? Peaky Blinders on Netflix. You haven't watched Peaky Blinders? We're doing media picks? I mean, I guess that'll be my media pick. Season five of Peaky Blinders was dropped. So anywho. So I'm I'm watching Peaky Blinders. Then all of a sudden a car pulls out and and I'm a good guy. The guy in front of me doesn't move. I'm waiting about a minute. I start to flash my brights. Do, 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 do. Think maybe, maybe close his eyes for a second. Pulled yeah. up alongside of him, looked in his car. He's leaned back and like <laughs> asleep. Oh. And I honk my horn, do, 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 thinking maybe I can just jar him awake. Nothing. Yeah. So I just pulled into the spot, <laughs> yeah. backed into the spot, and I sure. started to charge. And, and he sat there. And then Tesla after Tesla after Tesla 
started to come and line up behind him. Yeah. So like one oh. car would come up and get behind him and a supercharger would open and that person would do pretty much exactly the same thing and go up alongside right. him. And he slept through four or five wow. cycles of these things. He and I charged tired. for 35 minutes yeah. and he was still asleep when I left. So who knows how long that guy charged? I thought you were going to the supercharger. So he may have gotten yelled at when he got home because he was at the supercharger for hours uh, and hours and hours. Who knows? Oh, you mean like his significant other thinks he's was having he an affair? Dead? But but so yeah. so a couple of things. So th- maybe he died of I, carbon monoxide poisoning from idling his Tesla. I think no. I, <laughs> do you understand how the Teslas work? You have like two, three shows in the Tesla network of shows. I think the talking Tesla network. There's of shows, no carbon yeah. monoxide. It's not burning fossil fuels. No. It, well, I mean, it is in some way, but in a very minimal way, depending on the cleanness of the grid. In Burbank. They use natural gas, I believe, to make their uh, energy because they have their own little power system in Burbank. It's not they it's have like their a own, city power yeah, plant, single yeah. power plant kind of a situation. So, anywho, but why, why, Robert? <sighs> why doesn't the supercharger software update when they're offline? Why, Robert? They must know. Yeah, they should know. This has happened to me too, Tom. I've many times mm-hmm. at a Tuscadero or San Luis Obispo, which is where I usually charge. Mm-hmm. I have pulled in, and it says you know three available, and I get there, and three are broken. Mm, that's why they were available. Yeah, it's fully available if you're an electrical engineer and want to <laughs> fix it. <laughs> And I well, actually called Tesla and like, uh-huh. uh, you know, this is broken. You should send somebody out. And she's like, oh, well, I'll, um, I'll call somebody. Somebody must have known because they, they wrapped do. it yeah, in yellow. Yeah, they wrapped them in the yellow caution tape. And there's a Burbank, there's a there's a, a service center very close to that. I don't know if it's like the same people. But the weird thing about this, and that was weird in and of itself. Anyways, I charged about 100 kilowatt uh, charge rate, about 436 miles an hour. So I was only there for about 35 minutes because I went from 86 miles to 80% charge to 60 or something like that is what I left with. It was when I got there, it gave me that high use supercharger notification and it had reduced you to 80 and and I had to bump it up a little bit because I just wanted a little more. And and I would have left if there were a lot of people in line because I stayed in my car. But anywho, so I started to play the Netflix, the Peaky Blinders, and I noticed even though the video resolution was very high, the audio was out of sync. And I don't know if you've had that experience or you've had that experience yet. You'd have to ask Mel because... I don't get Netflix on my Model S. Oh, that's sad. Uh, so, Mel, when you get Netflix on your Model, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have no. I be. I just watched it for fun at home, and uh, it was fine. But you know, the most interesting part of that story, Tom, is that you were not connected to Wi-Fi. You were that's streaming correct. it over the LTE, LTE network in the car, and you watch how fast. Tesla shuts that down because that's going to get expensive if there are Tesla users all over the place streaming Netflix. Although the interesting thing about it is, so I got, I was having about three bars of LTE, but if, and we're moving towards that 5G evolution, right? We have a lot of 5GE uh, around here now for AT&T sort of moved to that. And as we move to 5G, that'll sort of leave LTE kind of open in some ways. And maybe then they won't have to leave it and maybe they'll have that LTE bandwidth will be a little bit cheaper. I don't know. But the player issue was the issue for me because typically in that situation, Netflix would reduce the resolution of the video yes. and, and try to resync it. So I, I'm curious what Tesla player, so maybe somebody out there knows what player they well, have Well, you in know, there. next, this coming week, I'm going to go to uh, the, the Hawthorne um, Design Studio. Okay. Because it's the yearly Tesla Owner Club Leadership Conference. Leadership yeah, Conference. Leadership Conference. Yeah. Arnold won't be there. He's not going to be there. Nah. But I will ask questions. 
Ja. Um, um, okay. Yeah, and so that. you're going to ask him that question. Ask him what Tom the, needs his audio synced. What the player is. And again, it could have just been an anomaly. I tried to restart it a couple of times. Tried to. I didn't try to watch another show. I just kept trying to restart that same show. But I did. Did you restart your computer? What I ended reboot, up. Reboot. No, I didn't do that. That's yeah. a good idea. But yeah. what I did end up doing is just putting it on my phone and watching it. And also via the. Uh, that was 5GE. Yeah. And that was synced, and it was perfectly fine. Let me just be very clear that AT&T does not have a 5G network yet. It's all BS. It's LTE evolution, and it's basically crap. It's not 5G. Yeah, no, I get it, but that's what they call it. They call it the evolution. You know, speaking of Model 3s. Okay. Go ahead. Somebody. Take it. In Mm -hmm. this room. What? Ordered one. What? And has they already has the someone in the room already gotten it? When did you order it? Yesterday. So has it? Is it here? Is it out front? Because I'm sure it's done. No, it's not done. So, so the, my lease get? on the S is up. Okay. And actually, it's up in another wow. month or, or nearly mm-hmm. two months. But I got the email. Did you get the email? Full self driving is going up by a thousand dollars on November first. Yes. And I'm like, eh, since I'm going to get that, I might as well get my. Is that for me as well? If you're buying a Model Three, no, for my for if I upgrade, is it going up? Like, Probably. I, th- I assume because it's got. New... They say it's because it's got this summon feature, and it's got so many more more stuff is stuff. coming. It's, yeah, I use the summon stuffed. feature. It ain't worth another thousand dollars. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, but this is that uh, idea that Elon said: as we roll out more and more self-driving features, this thing's going to get more and more expensive. Okay. And so uh, I dived in, and I got a nice red Model Three. Red. Uh, Premium, dual motor, full dual battery. Motor. Wait a not, second. not the fast one. Do you have distance? a red car? No. Have you ever owned a red car? Years ago. How many years ago? It was a Leaf. Uh, yeah, Leaf. Right? So about four oh, years ago. Okay. Why? I don't know. I figured maybe this is like a sign of a midlife crisis kind of thing. No. Now, he wanted every one of his cars to be red, and people have talked him out of it from the very, exactly. from the get, from so the jump. So now I'm my own man, finally. <laughs> finally. High five. <laughs> so uh, I got the white interior. Oh, I got the long range. Very gutsy uh, for a man who wears blue jeans. I didn't get the performance because I don't need that. And that's a lot more money. And it seems to be a waste of cash to me because mm. I don't drive fast. But you I... got the full self-driving, which is fully not a waste of cash. At this that point. is absolutely <laughs> a waste of cash. you've only paid for it four times now. It is interesting that it does say on the lease, uh-huh. um, you can't buy this at the end. You leased Tesla's it. keeping it. Yep. Interesting. Leased it. What, what are we talking monthly, if you don't mind me asking? You can't, How dare you? That is so rude, $600. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which uh, you can all go and work out on the uh, configurator. Mm-hmm. My current S is nearly $1,600 a month. That's and whose like, referral code did you use? I didn't. And I have it in the notes. What is wrong with oh, you? What? I didn't. I have oh it in the notes. I'm like, God. oh my gosh, Robert, I can't believe that I put your referral code in every time. What is wrong So I'm going to go you? back. I'm going to add Robert's referral code. Wow. OMG. Yeah. My cousin bought it's my three about six months ago. Yeah. And guess what? She didn't put my referral code <laughs> and I forgot to tell her to. And we're both looking at each other like, are we the two stupidest Australians in America right now? Sad Apparently. face. I mean, the two stupidest Australians? And you know why? It's because it doesn't prompt you as you're ordering it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It should prompt you and say, do you have a referral code? But it didn't. And so I went through the whole thing and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to call Tesla That's, and say, add I'm the referral sure code. sure by design. Oh, mm. I'm sure. Yeah, because that way we don't have to give you two years of supercharging. Yes. Stupid oh, man. God. Stupid, stupid Goodness man. Gracious. So here's the question. Do you want to take a minute now and go call them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. But it's exciting. I get a brand new Model 3. When's it coming? A couple of weeks. 
And I have a payment that is significantly less. Still a big payment. That's going to change your life. Still a big payment. You could have gotten two cars. I could. It's yeah. interesting that the Model S hey, you now- can, You can take my payments at over. At pretty high end is like 1200 It's come down in price yes. substantially. Yeah, I was telling you, my friend Eric, he bought a- Or whatever, leased. No, leased. Yeah, leased. Another Model X. And he said that his payments were like $400 a month less. Yeah, it's like 1200 bucks now. I was looking at that. It's crazy. That's that's a good thing. And now it's also nice that the, my S, which has only about 20,000 miles on it, is going to go off into the ether. And yeah. somebody's going to get themselves a nice uh, Model S. Yeah. Secondhand. And, uh, oh, it's a bit smelly. Yeah, I'll get that. But, <laughs> but uh, I love Beware. the idea that we're Stay. getting into this second and third generation cars. They're going out there. They're much mm-hmm. cheaper. It'd still be an expensive car, but mm-hmm. it's getting out there. Stay and the away. Model 3s are just starting to come onto the secondhand market. Was as well. that a, was it the, so the S was a lease. Yes. And now the 3 is also going to be a lease. And yes. That's very, very exciting. But the real question is if autopilot's going to go up, full self driving. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I haven't purchased this thing yet. It's $3,000, Robert. For yes. nothing. Pretty much for nothing. <laughs> I got I got a summon that doesn't but I work gotta, very well. But I got to pull the trigger. I already have the summon. Yeah. Right? Because that's the thing is you I have, have enhanced summon. I do. You have enhanced summon without playing the three Yes, grand? because my I have a very early version of this when all of that stuff was included in my autopilot. The hey. only thing my autopilot currently doesn't do is the thing it none of them do. Which is, is which is level four driving now. <laughs> uh, That's the only feature. So I used okay, the other day I was in a very busy office park in uh, Calabasas and every spot was taken. Okay. Very, very busy office park. Lots of cars going in and out. And I was with my son and I was like, Hey buddy, check this out. And the car was maybe a hundred yards away down an aisle. Yes. And I was at a crossroads at the end of that aisle, very complicated little parking lot. Yes. And I summoned it. Yes. And so it pulled out, do, 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 yeah. and these parking spaces are very tight, and it turned, do, 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 and it started to come down. And then when it got to the crossroads, there was a car that crossed in front of it, Yes, and it froze, and then there were pedestrians moving about, yeah. and it froze, and and I was very- Which is I, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. It was great. I was about 10 yards, 15 yards away from it at this point, and it just it stopped doing any of its stuff and there was a car behind it so it kind of froze and freaked out and then I sheepishly like waved to the guy and walked over to the car and got in the driver's seat and drove away and and I was like did you watch in the rear camera like what is his face like what what is this guy how did his car get here why did he leave it right in the middle so so it was interesting It, it worked pretty well Overall, in that particular thing, I use it almost daily now to get out of my parking spot where I live because yeah. it's very, very tight just to pull it out a little bit so I don't have to like open my door up against the wall. So that's pretty sweet. So if they raise the price to four grand for you, and let's say they raise it again to five grand, but then it's absolutely complete level five self driving or without the, the laws that allow for that, it's level four self-driving, would you pay the five grand? No. Only at that point. So don't bother. I, I, at that point, it would have to be on the network. Yeah, so don't bother. I'd have to be able to figure out a way to make money. Right. Unless one of you guys has three grand. It's falling out of your little pocket. <clears throat> I mean, like my birthday is coming up in next year. My birthday is coming up. Robert's birthday is coming up, Mel. Did you know his birthday's coming up? It's coming up a week after next. Oh, also, your aware. birthday's also My coming birthday's up. coming up. But, you know, uh, Robert and I are at an age, Tom, where we don't want to really talk about it, you know? We kind of count backwards now. 
And I often, you know, remember when you were a kid and there were adults that didn't know, who legitimately didn't know how old they were? Hmm. I'm one of those people right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm turning 55 or 54. I mm-hmm. think it's 55, but I don't know. Gotta guess do the what? Math. I don't care. We yeah. could have another one of those <laughs> earth-killing golf trips to we celebrate. Could. Yeah, we could. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. did that. Or you could get Kill Greta's f- yacht and use that to go to Scotland to golf. That sounds great. Mel, yeah. you like, would you like to be in a yacht across the Atlantic with me? No. <laughs> with no. anyone? Uh, not with you, Tom. I mean, not. Okay. I mean, no, I'm not that I'm smelly. I'm just saying, you're at fairly least, disgusting. At least lots of the <laughs> fairly. A lot of the, a lot of the whiskey you'll drink will be, have, you know, they'll oh have Oh, my God. Can you imagine how peach? drunk we would be? Oh, my. Four days, five, six days across the Atlantic with nothing to do. Took her two drinks. weeks. How about like three weeks? It's <laughs> three weeks yeah. Just to get, just uh, drinking and fishing, throwing bottles over the side. Can you imagine what the letters in the bottles would be from after day three of that? You know, I thought I would uh, expect to see you guys with those big nets scooping up all the plastic. plastic. That's what I was thinking. Let's do something useful. Let's pick up the plastic. Uh, did you guys hear the latest about the plastic? The plastic thing is is basically unfixable. Yeah. Because most they, they discovered recently where most of the plastic and rubber is coming from, and it's not from the the straws and the fishing nets and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's the rubber from our tires then getting washed into the ocean. Oh, yeah, that's right. It becomes unbelievable. Uh, you guys small. didn't hear this story? No. Trillions and trillions of micro particles. Trillions and trillions of <laughs> Let it finish. A, no, that's trillions fine. and trillions of, of what? little micro particles yes. that every time it rains gets washed off our roadways. Yeah. And so this is happening all over the world. So anybody who's driving in a city near the coast or any body of water that the local storm drains are draining into, that is like a huge amount of the plastics in the water of the oceans. Terrible. What are we going to do about that? It seems that seems unfixable. Bots. There is that guy. There was a young guy uh-huh. who created a like a submersible, semi-submersible bot that goes out. It uses solar power. It self-navigates. Mm-hmm. And uh, he envisions thousands. I think we did a story on this probably nine yeah. months ago. Uh, envisions sending out thousands of these bots to clear up plastic garbage. He still never got that thing to work, I don't believe. It broke, but it fixed again. Oh, it broke, but fixed. It's Autobot. That's pretty awesome. Well, shall we until talk then, it? should we fix the trucks? Yeah, let's talk about this. So Pepsi, this is an Electrek article about Pepsi. And Pepsi had already made a deal for for 100 of the Tesla semis when they're ready to go. And obviously, we thought they'd be ready to go in 2019, but uh, it's been delayed a little bit. But now Pepsi, which is a, a Frito-Lay family of companies sort of a situation, <laughs> um, are turning— They're not part of the talking Tesla network. Tesla network. No, 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 no. They're shows. part of the Frito-Lay, Frito-Lay family, okay. of, ah, yes, of family of American fattening companies, I guess is what, <laughs> what you would call them. But uh, in their quest to make us unhealthier, uh, they're trying to also make the world healthier at the same time, which is pretty sweet. So they're turning their Modesto facility, which is one of the largest, into a near zero emission freight facility with the help of the San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution Control District, which is contributing $30 million to the cost of the product. A public handout, you're saying? Like a... 
Tesla's always accused of doing? Exactly. Well, yeah. they looked into the situation, and because the Tesla semis are doing well and yeah. they're getting a lot of good testing, that they've decided. Oh, that's that, why we're talking about Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They can okay. they can put this. The, so it's about the. T- I saw, I started this with they purchased a hundred semis. Fifteen of them are going to go to this Modesto facility, right? Gotcha. When they do it, but they're going to change all a lot of their trucks at this Modesto facility. They're going to put six Peterbilt two twenty EV battery electric box trucks there and. Three Three yard tractors that are going to be electric and 12 forklifts and 38 Volvo tractors, all with low NOx engines powered by natural gas with renewable attributes. And I don't even know what the hell that means, but it's like, I guess the, the huh. tractor was a tough thing. But so Frito-Lay is trying this out in Modesto to see if they can sort of build this ecosystem of electrification that covers all of their their freight moving needs. That's through, awesome. Through their largest plants. So we have Amazon, cool. now Pepsi. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Amazon is Amazon's going to make Rivion, you know, maybe successful. 100,000 delivery trucks. 100,000. Electric. That's just Amazon, too. That's just them. Start. That's just them. We have a lot of truck articles today, as as a matter of fact. Well, let's talk about the Tesla pickup truck that's on track for unveiling in November. Shall we? Will we be at that event, you think? I don't know. You know, I was thinking about that. I know I, I had been offered as part of the referral program uh-huh. an, a Tesla unveiling invitation. Mm-hmm. And I thought That's that- That's an invitation is what that is. Unveiling <laughs> <laughs> nice. invitation is an I thought that going to the Boring Company was part of that, but the Boring Company is not Tesla. No, it's not. Remember when we went? I do remember and they, that. And they, they only gave me actually one ticket, mm-hmm. and then I had to argue or plead Those that you people. could be one. Yeah. And so- now I'm wondering, maybe you and or I will get an invite. Hard to know because, I mean, I don't have any information about the old referral program yeah, anymore. Yeah, I have to screenshot <laughs> this. And uh, I'm, yeah. So yeah. I uh, I don't know. You know, mum's the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to <laughs> get uninvited. But in uh, October 9th tweet with Steve Jobs' ghost. That's not a thing. You can't. Like Steve There's Jobs. a guy who actually is on Twitter as Steve Jobs goes, and That's Elon very and he have had many re, you know interactions. So Elon will will interact with some guy pretending yeah. to be Steve Jobs, but not the three of us pretending to be talk show hosts. Right. I don't understand it myself. Okay. I, Thanks, I, Elon. Uh, we I'm appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But. That's, uh, is it because of our Arnold uh, impression? Well, he has been doing, uh, Elon has been doing some back and forth with it. Was it this guy that he was doing it saying, um, somebody do, had a picture, a rendering, a guesswork of what the Tesla would look like. And it was very cyberpunk and interesting. Mm-hmm. And Elon tweeted back, more cyberpunk than that. I don't remember who that was, but I wouldn't be surprised. It's been two years since the most... Uh, exciting reveal of Tesla, right? We were there, the semi, mm. and then they pulled out the roadster. The hidden roadster, which actually at the for the geeks and the nerds at that event, ourselves included, the roadster kind of overshadowed the 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 semi Semis. at that point. Exactly. And so that was a you know something more reference that Elon made. Mm-hmm. And he's made the same reference mm-hmm. to the pickup reveal that there will be something more. So there's a lot of back and forth speculation as to what is the something more. And so let's see. One uh 
is a plaid version, the one that was at the Nürburgring, mm-hmm. uh, the plaid version of the Model S with a like what a zero to sixty of one point nine seconds. That'd be a weird crazy one more numbers, thing, right? That's not very exciting. I don't know. He could give us all rides, and how many more Model S's would they then sell? Not only to those of us at the event, but also online because of the buzz, people who may have been waiting, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get a Model S because I could get a Model 3. Mel got a Model 3. Thank you. He's yeah. saving $1,000 a month. Thank mm-hmm. you. He's super happy. And he made Thank it you. red and white. And what where the blue goes, I don't know. There's nobody on the planet more likely to buy a new Tesla than you. And you're not going to go buy a plaid version if he... If he... <laughs> don't take <laughs> <laughs> My cash situation is not so good. That's what but I'm saying. if yeah. it was, I probably pop for it, although I do want the Roadster very badly. Uh, if I had the money, I'd buy both. Period. Well, I mean, that seems. Logical. I mean, one thing about seems like a good way to purchasing. Save the, <laughs> the one thing about continually purchasing more uh-huh. and more and more. Have we yeah. reached ten Teslas between the three of us yet? We must be close. Two We're close for me. Two for me. Mel. Mel went from I'm five. never going to buy another. I think Tesla. we're at nine. No, are you at five? So you're two X's. Yeah. Three S's? Two S's. So four, and now and two, two threes. Oh, we've so hit six. Ten. So this one will be our tenth. I don't still have them all, everybody. No, no, no exactly. we understand so that. But Tesla has, Tesla has the money. But you they have, have the money. Have, and they have the cars, actually. You, yeah. have, <laughs> you have purchased them. Right? Yeah, so, so that's ten Teslas. Yeah. Um, why did I start down that road? I know there was something I was going Some to say about ten Teslas. End bit. I, another reason they shouldn't bother to invite us. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. we, you know, what the f- you only bought ten Teslas. I mean, we've talked to other people into buying Teslas as well. Like, I mean, Quite if, a few. I've probably gotten 14 total referrals. I just sold another one this this week yeah there you go a uh, guy that works for us here is in town with his wife she's actually a rocket scientist literally and uh she drove the tesla around i said mm-hmm. yeah just take it for the next few days it's good because i'm just gonna be walking back to, back and forth from the studio and then uh she got back to the studio here and she's like why'd you do that did she bother to use a referral code she hasn't Probably. bought it yet. Okay. She's like, why did you do that? Because how can I how can I drive another car? Yeah, I've got somebody else. Driven that car. It's impossible. I, I introduced the car to someone like a couple of weeks ago and they were mm-hmm. like, Wow. Yes. I mean it's just wonderful. It's fun to spread the word. But like what other something else could there be at the Tesla pickup truck reveal? So many things. So really. some people were speculating it might be an SUV, like a real SUV. Not like the X, which is too bougie, or I don't know what space age like to be an SUV. Wish they, I wish they would redesign the X. <sighs> or a, so much that's good about it, and so much that's stupid. Oh, the doors? Yes, the doors. Stupid. Go on. Uh, a van. <gasps> I would love a Tesla van. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a van. Yeah. Minivan. A van that you could a delivery like, van. A pop up top. You know, van that's Halen. all glass. Is van that Morrison. Vandenberg. Vandenberg. Should we just name things that start with van <laughs> for the next 12 my minutes? That sounds t- terrible. That's plural. So my thought was I would just love to have them throw out uh-huh. an EV RV, like a Winnebago. And yes. I threw in a picture yes. for Mel since it's his birthday and I know he wants one of these so badly. Mm-hmm. This so is the of inside of the top end class A diesel Winnebago. They don't offer any electrical versions. It's so sad. But this thing is like a it's a it's like a Manhattan spectacular. Yeah, uh penthouse apartment that's it's, gorgeous. That is the, Tom, look at this picture. This mm-hmm. is a beautiful picture of like an apartment in Manhattan that's mm-hmm. worth seven million dollars. That's how I want to camp with you, Tom. Get that and I'm coming camping. There you go. 
Yeah, that's a probably a one point <laughs> two million dollar Winnebago. So what's the problem? Just get it. Give me one point three million dollars, <laughs> and I'll that take looks, you. I really think that there is a huge market for the electrification of these RVs. For sure, and so RV parks can, already have the built-in the plugs. Right. right. People like me be like, I'd love to see America, but I do not want to drive a diesel RV all over the place. But I would love to drive an electric one. I would just, it'd be so cool. Your wife I, would never want to spend that much time with you in a small... I'd have to go by myself, <laughs> sure. But, you know, it would be fun for a week. Yeah, I'd love to hear, I'd love to be a fly on the wall of that conversation. Just, Honey, I'm buying a just, electric yeah. Winnebago to travel the country. What? Oh, really? Just two-row <laughs> two one of these things for seven days or yeah. ten days. Mm-hmm. But not buy one, you know? I no, just two-row. Like to, to, yeah, two-row it, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yeah. I want Tom to get it so I can have a lend of it. Okay. I'll get right on that. I like that. I want to have a lend of it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, a lot of people, you can imagine there'll be somebody out there that turns the semi into something like this. Because there are people out there who use semis and they put a, they put a thing into the back box. And then they'll, I've seen a guy yeah. with a semi and a, the box turned into his home sort mm-hmm. of situation yeah. and then pulling a giant boat on the back of it. It's pretty intense. It's kind of hard to get into like you an do, RV park. But there's an article, and it's not in this story, but the there's an EDM DJ, and it's either, I don't know if it's Dead Mouse with a five at the end of it or Dead Mouse 5. I don't know how you pronounce his name, but he said he was going to buy a Tesla Semi for his 2021 tour nice. and turn it into a mobile music production sort of thing. Wow. So that would be pretty interesting. And if you imagine... All of the the bands and acts that tour around the country in yes. diesel trucks, yes. being able to switch those over. Imagine to Imagine how that affects their throat. Right. You know the fumes, and it makes them cough, and they can't sing as well. Right, and they're typically parking for a long Speaking time. Speaking of electric trucks, I'm sorry, who did we decide what the unveil one more thing was going to be? Did we, oh yeah, did, we, did we guess what's going to be. Oh, I don't no, know. It's not Actually, be I don't Winnebago. know what it is. I think it might be the the plaid mode model. I S. think that's the most likely. Yeah, I think, I think it's a, a delivery vehicle, a smaller scale delivery vehicle to compete they, directly with Rivian. They can't. Mm. I mean, when is that going to How many out? things can they do? They got the Y. They got the Semi. They haven't even they got, got the Semi out. It's just this so, so then, like, they can't the, build then stuff the, fast that, enough. That plaid version is just the low hanging fruit. So yeah. then why even bother doing a one more thing? Just I guess what would really be cool yeah. is if they, you know, you go again to like the airplane hangar or mm-hmm. something and they have something like concealed inside the airplane hangar. Then mm-hmm. you get there. The big door of the airplane hangar opens up and out drives like six semis. And they're like, whoa. They say, we're in production. Semis are in production. And then the back of the semis open Mm -hmm. and the pickup trucks come out and then they take us on rides in the pickup truck. That's pretty cool. That would be cool. Is there one more? The one more thing in that case is that they're in production of the semi. Maybe then they'll have a miniature, not Model S, but a miniature semi. Oh, that would be so sweet. Yeah. For the kids. I would like, yeah, for the kids. <laughs> I want one. No, I mean like the kid size one. No, I get it. Yeah, radio no, I know what you. I know what you meant. So pickup trucks. Pickup yeah. trucks are cool. They're hot. What's the f- most most popular pickup truck in America? Uh, America. I know the answer to this question. Do you know the answer? I know the answer's right there. Okay, what is it, Mel? It's Ford F-150. Oh. 
And you know, it comes in versions from like $35,000 to $65,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Raptor, I believe, is even more than one of the, sixty-five. One right? of the guys I work with has a Raptor and he'll park right next to me. Yeah. And like, it looks like three, a man, the mass of it looks like three of my cars. Yeah. All piled it's up. It's so very, very large, that truck. And very imposing. Mm-hmm. And he says it costs him like $130 to fill it up. Yeah. You know, it's really, when it's really imposing is when it's two inches away from you when you're driving in autopilot on the freeway <laughs> and it wants to go around you. Nice. And right before it does that, it gets like, it takes up some of the rear view, like the whole back yeah. of the window. What's the difference between the F-150, the F-250, and the F-350? The engines. Engine size. The engine and drivetrains oh. are more heavy duty. so they but can, the shell is about the same? No, they get A bigger. little bit bigger. So yeah. you can see like the 250, some of the 250s have that dual rear axle with double wheels on them. Mm-hmm. The 350s for sure have that dual wheel axle. So they have more towing capability. They can, they can haul more. But that's kind of crazy, the towing capability. So this is an article from t- trucks.com mm-hmm. where they interviewed Linda Zhang, who's the chief designer of the Ford F-150. Chief engineer, buddy. Chief, chief engineer, sorry. That's okay. It's already been designed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what does the engineer do anyway? Engineers. Engineers things. Yeah. You know, well, like structural made. things. I mean, there's a lot of engineering that has to happen. Well, she engineered. If you design a thing, some guy has to actually engineer it to make it stable and work and all the parts. Right, but you're building it now and you're pumping them out. But then you're fixing out. it and you're making it better every year. Every uh, year making it better. This guy's like sitting here like, what does what does stupid engineers like, do? It's done. Let's it's done. done. Yeah, they designed it. What do we need to engineer Well, maybe for? she participated in See, the engineering of like a hybrid F-150. Maybe she should. All electric F-150. Yeah, I'm sure she's. That's what this is about. Oh, what is it about? Go ahead. Tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me when I can get the electric Ford F-150. Well, we don't know about that. We do know that next year uh, they're going to put the F-150 hybrid with exportable power on sale. And then they're planning a battery-powered F-150. They brought out a uh, prototype, and there's a photo of it here in the notes. Mm -hmm. And they used it to tow a bunch of uh, rail cars filled with F-150 trucks. That was pretty amazing. I saw that. Ten rail cars, 42 F-150 trucks towed by one Mm F-150 electric. 150E. How much do you think that thing cost, Ford? I don't know. That one truck, a million dollars, right? Isn't that what a prototype costs? I, I heard they put some Model 3. Mo- no, I'm just uh, They said, we're not going to put motors at the wheels like yeah. Tesla is because that's not reliable. I think that was the next article, buddy. That was the Volvo article. Oh, was it the Volvo article? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that, though. <laughs> what? I want to hear about that. Go on. We will, but it's not this Ford article. Well, let's finish the Ford article. They asked, oh my God. they asked her if she thought that the electric F-150 uh-huh. was going to replace the F-150, and she hedged and basically said no. So yeah. it doesn't show us how Ford has really that much commitment to electric vehicles. Because I think that's a group of folks that are going to be a hard sell in the long run. Like, that's going to be a the, very difficult the engine transition. No, the, the, uh, the people who want to buy an F-150 truck that, that rely on that truck for their day-to-day and want to be able— Because if you buy a, an F-150, you're buying that thing because you want to use it. You're driving long distances. You're carrying a lot of stuff. You're going to really have to convince me, especially if you're Ford and have a track record of making i don't know what's the most amazing ford electric vehicle you guys have ever heard of you hear that 
those are crickets. <laughs> yeah, they don't exist. And they're exist. not the ones we're eating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't exist, right? So so you're, you're a company who doesn't have a great EV track record, and you're going to put your flagship truck electric and try to talk your flagship customers into purchasing it? That is a uphill we're going to up Everest. Yeah, kind but of also a road. it shows that they're not really envisioning a future where gasoline may not be so readily available. Well, they're not because they know. Well, I mean, let's be honest. If every other car company on the planet goes electric, there'll be a lot of gas available. Right? I mean, there'll be a lot of leftover. Yeah, but will there actually be places to get gas? Because, like know. in like Ford in Norway, dealerships? in Norway, yeah. Well, that you might be able to, you might have to go to the dealership to get the gas. Mm -hmm. But I know in Norway, there was just recently an article, just in the last day or two, that didn't make it to the show. They said that fifty percent of the cars in Norway are now electric. And has that had an impact? Because and it makes it hard to find gasoline for your gasoline Right, because car. we talked about that a while ago. That yes. we think that like ten percent reduction in gas usage in this country will drive. A lot of those service stations out of business because yes. their margins are so low. Yeah, and so we talked about on the daily. The in Norway, they're pulling out the gas nozzles and they're sticking in electrification nozzles, and they're going through this business change of. When it's actually in some ways good for the people who own the place because now we've got you for twenty minutes, probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can sell so you. I a can sell you some stuff, stuff, and people are getting haircuts, and other people are doing other than Get a it's interesting stuff. Do my laundry. Do your laundry. You could probably do your laundry in twenty minutes. Haircut. Uh, you can have a drink. Can I get my nails done? Yeah. I'm sure you uh, That's could. one of the things I suggested. Foot massage. Foot massage Foot would be massage. Awesome. That would be lovely. Top you, golf. Go hit a couple of balls. I like it. Keep my clubs in my truck. Go in there and just like. Get a and submarine. And they got those bays there because they don't have to sandwich. repair cars anymore. Sub sandwich. Submarine sandwich. Yeah. That's a good Colonoscopy. One. Get one of those uh, impossible <laughs> Slim Jims. <laughs> colonoscopy? No. <laughs> I don't. Have set a up a colonoscopy suite. Look, come in. Charge up. We'll check your colon. I think there's like a there probably is like more to that than twenty minutes. I think so. I mean, I've like never a, had one. Have you? Yeah. So how long does it take to a couple go? Hours. Yeah. Well, that, well that's not right up. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a that's a wonderful visualization. Yeah. Uh, you could put in one of those drip doctors. They do absolutely nothing, but they fill you with colorful fluids. That's great. Yeah. So Volvo, uh, according to trucks.com also, uh, is also unveiling its electric truck and readying it for commercialization. And Brett Pope, Volvo's North American Director of Electric Vehicles, that's a guy who has probably a very small staff, there is a sense of urgency that we need to address environmental issues. That's pretty good from the director it's of electric vehicles. It's good to hear that from vehicles. the Pope. I mean, I got to tell you. It's Brett Pope. He's not the Pope. He's, he's, oh, it's, a, it's, his last oh, name. it's the brother he's of a, the Pope. He's a Pope. It's not he's the a brother of the Pope? He's a Pope. Well, there are two Popes it's currently. Pope's so now Brett. you're saying like there's a third Unless his father's you also know that a pope. there was a time in history that there were, were actually three popes at one time. Really? Very confusing. Yeah, that's a lot, a lot of infighting in the lot church. Of, a lot yeah. of poping going history on. Of the, the history of the popes is fascinating. Yeah, that but is, go on. That's great. So they <laughs> unveiled their electric zero emissions truck, VNR, a zero electric. It's too much. I'm not even going to say it. It's a full mouth. Starting with the highway road test this year and commercial production in, anybody have any guesses? Uh, 20, 20. No, 20. So yeah. these trucks are going to handle routes up to 200 miles oh, of range. huge. But 200 they, miles. But they didn't talk about... You're so negative. They didn't talk about battery size and cost. 
And this is interesting. The batteries can be charged from 50% to full in 30 minutes and from empty in about 65 minutes. So 200 miles of range in 65 minutes. That's competitive with, I don't know, not, that, not with the Tesla. Uh, let me just look at this. Um, there's some math here. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> right, but, it, but not in a truck because it'll also carry a lot more. And the, the German supplier Akasol will produce the battery packs in a new factory in Detroit. So good for them. Yeah. Little jobs. factory in Detroit. I love that. Four hundred million dollars they're spending in Virginia to support the assembly of the new line of electric heavy-duty trucks based on a pre-existing diesel truck. But I don't understand that Tesla is so far ahead of this. Yeah. But they, but they are they. That's the question, right? So Tesla. Tesla. Here, here's the timeline year? for Tesla. Their semi comes out in 2019. A no. no now it's next... 2021. No, now it's now it's farther than next year. Yeah. Right. And they, these guys, they can get to market. And I don't know that this is a full uh, semi sized truck. I, it, I don't I don't know that I saw that in the article or whatever, but it was basically like it's going to be a single cost monthly lease payment, including maintenance and insurance. They're going to lease the charging infrastructure. It's going to be CCS. So there could be more CCSs available on the planet, which would be lovely. And there may be solar generation and negotiated electrical rates. So Volvo's trying this whole situation that Tesla wants to do. So that's good. Volvo's very, very well-respected name in the truck industry, in the trucking industry. So at least they're not standing by doing nothing. You can be a Upset all you want and make all your moves and your faces I'm over not there. Upset. No I don't. I don't think this is bad at all. It just seems to me that Tesla oh, semi yeah. is um, Tesla's trucks are going to have three times this range. Are going to have the mega charging network, although we haven't seen that yet. But I think it is actually a testament to how far Tesla is ahead in that they are announcing their truck. Volvo is announcing their truck. Mm -hmm. Tesla's truck has three times the range. And a proven track record of being able to build this stuff. I just think these manufacturers are way behind. But Volvo's going to put these things, 23 electric VNRs in Southern in Southern California, five into service this year and 18 in 2020. And then commercial sales also in 2020. Okay, we'll see. So, again, it's we, comparing we, we, vapor to vapor. But we all know, here's the other part about this, right? The whole point of Tesla, right, is to, to advance the sustainable transportation. Yes. They can't make all the semis, right? Yes. They have 100,000 orders right. for semis. It will literally, that's like them building, what, 600,000 Model 3s because that's the battery. Right. That's over right, a year's worth. Six batteries, right? Right. 600,000 Model 3s just to fulfill the orders they currently have. And that doesn't get rid of all the trucks on the road. So we need Volvo and we need Peterbilt we and we need all these other right. companies to make Absolutely. these trucks. Yes. So Melvis... We need to be a little more positive about I'm it. Very positive. It just seems I'm the positive point is yeah. that Tesla's battery oh, for capacity sure. right. and range is so much better. But than in there. Los Angeles, in this route from the port to like downtown LA, the two hundred miles is plenty, right? So if yes, it's purpose true. built yes. and you can get rid of all of these things on the filthy five corridor. Yeah, I agree. And what what's up again with Elon telling people, both from Tesla and now from SpaceX, that his patents are open? That they can use the patents. Mm -hmm. So you would think, wow, that means Volvo could ramp up their battery packs and use Tesla uh, motor designs and actually produce really great trucks. Yeah. And they have the money and they have some inspiration. And so let's go electric. How much? 
for these trucks. Doesn't say. We don't know. Don't know. Hey, can I go back for a second? You yes. know the other thing that they could unveil? What? At the truck event? Yes. How about this? Yeah. How about they unveil a new battery chemistry and uh, longer range, 400, mm. 500 mile range, because they've got, they bought three different battery companies in the last few months. How about they do that? <laughs> now your Model S is going to get 600 mile range. Oh my God. Can Okay. How like cool okay, picture I I, picture this situation. We're at this event, yes. yeah, and they Shotties. do announce. Sliders. Well, we're <laughs> we're, we're at this event. At you're, you're not there. You're home. not there yeah. at all, right? And they announce a new battery chemistry, and this is in a month or at the end of this month, the be end of next month. Yeah. And you've just been driving your Model Three, your new lease <laughs> Model Three for a month, <laughs> and they announce it's got now 600 miles of range. Yes. You will lose. Your biscuits. Oh, don't think that I haven't thought about that. Because <laughs> I know it's going to happen. Sometime next year, they're going to come out with new battery technology, mm -hmm. and it's going to be a lot more range. One day, I'm looking at my car like, that is the nicest, most beautiful car in the world. Mm -hmm. The next day, I'm like, you're a stupid <laughs> car. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, no and time then, for the stupid car. And that's when Tesla 11 shows up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Mel got me so excited. Because you know what I thought he was going to say? What they should really come out with uh -uh. is a school bus. Oh. Yes. Because think about it. What is the most disgusting rolling piece of equipment in our urban environment. Super easy answer. School bus. School bus. Because school you bus. just said Tesla should make a school bus. Yes. <laughs> it was I a... did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I, I'm picking this up because mm -hmm. I had a little Twitter exchange with a fellow who has really devoted himself to this. Mm -hmm. And of course, right now, uh, oh, his name is uh, Tevin Grant. And uh, he has been like a, uh, how would you say, a man with pants on fire over uh, school buses. His pants are on fire. Releasing a lot of carbon from those burning pants. Yeah, the, the school buses. I don't, We did a story, I think it might have been a while ago, a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. where we talked about how terrible school buses were. Mm -hmm. This is just when, I think it was BYD. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? BYD. Uh, and we're going to do an article about them next. It's yes. coming up. They were the first to come out with an electric school bus. Uh -huh. Now there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. But the, they did a study where they looked at the air quality around the school bus mm -hmm. and in the school bus. And it turns out that school buses are not really constructed for comfort. Mm -mm. If you've ever been in one. They're very uncomfortable. They're not meant to be quiet, nope, not like a nope, Greyhound bus where you loud. want to go to sleep. No, you got to have your AirPods. Full of holes, and there's lots of open gaps. And mm -hmm. it turns out that the fume concentration in the truck, mm -hmm. in the bus, is higher than like anywhere around it on the outside. Well, that's because the children are our future, Robert. Children, and are you know what they future. also don't have? Mm -mm. In addition to having carbon monoxide levels <laughs> that are very high, <laughs> yes, they also don't have seatbelts, which drives me crazy. Well, the newer ones, I believe, do. I've been in a in a school bus with a seatbelt, but because my legs couldn't fit between the two seats, I couldn't actually sit in a way to put on the seatbelt. Now, is it true that these diesel-burning, disgusting, horrible, nasty buses also make you stupid? They do. 
And in fact, well, they make you no. I mean, oh, I took what, the bus a lot. Of yeah, <laughs> we are doctors. I'm so sure that we are all affected. In fact, the children mm-hmm. that don't have to ride in these crappy school buses will probably be considerably smarter. I didn't ride in a school bus. This is based on a study in the Economics of Education Review, and they said that you know it's been uh, educators. Holy grail. What one thing can you do? They've worked on this for years and decades. What is one thing that you can do to help improve academic performance mm-hmm. for all the children? There's like they've they've been tweaking education for decades, mm-hmm. you know, centuries. And now this study has drawn a curious link between student smarts and something that many kids are forced to deal with each and every morning. The mm-hmm. school bus, the yeah, but it's stinky only, school bus. But only half of America's kids are affected by this, so it's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. No. Our future. Uh, that was sarcasm. Oh, we are. So put them in an electric school bus and they're going to get smarter. Yeah. Well, they even found that you could retrofit these school buses with like catalytic converters or some other type of emissions reducing systems. And the... The counties in Georgia, they so they compared counties and the counties in Georgia that actually went through and put emissions reducing uh, materials on their school buses. Those kids performed better in standardized tests and they controlled for body mass index or obesity, which was a surrogate mm-hmm. of healthfulness. It's pretty compelling and it just makes so much damn sense. And so electric school buses would be the next best thing. Yeah, if you're buying school buses, buy electric school buses, 25% of the kids in New York City have asthma. That's crazy. That's or a some, huge number. Some form of asthma, yes. That's a huge number. And it's the number one cause of absenteeism? Yeah. Insanity. 25%? That's a huge every, number. That is unbelievable. That's, yeah, well, not all kids drive in school buses, right? The ones on- But I don't even, they're not, they're not mentioning specifically of the kids on school buses. True. They're just saying 25% of the kids- I don't know. Are you saying- that Let me just get me this right. Dirty? Are you saying the pollution is bad for us? Yeah. So we're, what? Well, it's I not so bad for saying you that for a long time. You're living in your bougie electric house with your bougie <laughs> electric cars. Wow. Right. But for these poor kids who have to sit well, in these shitty school buses although, all the time. Although your house is right across the street from a high school and the buses, do they not come very close to your, your home? They used to, but now they're not in so many of them. Mm, yeah. So, I mean, anyways. So electricschoolbuscampaign.org. And this guy has a GoFundMe. Sadly, it's not doing very well. No, I think he's recently started it. Mm-hmm. He wants to raise $300,000 to start a electric school bus company, mm-hmm. which, you know, you could buy a couple of buses for that money. But yeah. uh, it sounds like from the, the VW uh, cheating scandal that a lot of states have received a lot of money and a lot of that money has been earmarked for school buses. Right. But in New York, evidently, the money is just piled up and no, nothing's going it's, with it's it. It's earmarked for uh, presidential libraries. <laughs> Speaking of the school, so I live across from a public school here uh-huh. and, uh, in, uh, where are we? Los Angeles. The, the Los Angeles, yeah. Public school. My son went to that school. Mm-hmm. A wonderful school. And uh, I look at the parking lot because mm-hmm. the parking lot to me is a window into the future. And I look in the parking lot and it's a, as you would expect here in a public school in the United States, there is grandma's car from 1932 being driven by uh, some of the kids. Love the Model T. And there is... You know, $150,000 cars, and you're like, what are you thinking? Giving your kid the car that's that mm-hmm. expensive. And there's everything in between. Right. But you know what I've noticed this year? Because right. the new year just started. Four Model 3s are in that parking lot. Sweet. Two Leafs. Nice. I saw no electric cars last year. 
and now you're seeing electric cars in the parking lot at the high school. Now, you might say, that's a very expensive car to give a kid, and I would agree with that, but... Could be teachers, could be administrators. No, this is the, this is the student lot. Oh, okay. In the student lot. And so you could argue, uh, too expensive a car to give a kid, I understand that, but it's a safe car. It sure is. It's electric. Yep. No CO2, your kid's going to get smarter. I'm just saying, there's an argument to be had yeah. to having your kid drive one of those cars and versus, f- you know, the other BMWs and Mercedes I see there. And BYD, speaking of buses, as we move along in this very, very long show, the first and only electric bus to complete the Altoona Pass fail test. Can you and do you're that asking, in an Arnold app? You're asking yourself, the Altoona Pass fail test? Who, who even knew you could pass the test with an electric bus? Uh, BYD knew, um, and they have a 60-foot-long bus, and it completed a 15,000-mile durability test over 106 days. This is one of those big, long accordion bus, and this opens it up to federal transportation agency funds, which helps you know, local uh, municipalities buy new buses. So the Antelope Valley Transit Authority in Lancaster is buying some of these buses. The Los Angeles International Airport, whoop, which whoop. recently decided to make a debacle over ride-sharing and taxiing in their terminals, and Indigo in Indianapolis are all going to buy these BYD uh, first battery electric transit buses. So very, very exciting stuff. Guess where they're assembled? In uh, BYD? Well, it's a Chinese company. I don't know where. Build Your Dreams, mm-hmm. which is an interesting name. That is cool. But they are built in the Antelope Valley. I nice. think the batteries come from China. That's so cool. you can get electric buses and methamphetamine from the Antelope Valley now? Well, it's it's little crumbs of it are in <laughs> between so the painful. seat cushions. So very, very painful to the people who live in the fine people of the Antelope Valley. I'm not saying everybody in the Antelope no. Valley is a meth addict, but Yeah, because nobody in the San Fernando Valley does meth or, or no. in the San no. Gabriel Valley. Yeah, nobody in Oxnard. Look, yeah. it's well no, known. No. 50% of the people in the San Fernando Valley are meth addicts, but 75% of the people <laughs> in the Antelope Valley. Oh, wow. That's I a, think it's, I don't, you can't wow. quote me on that, but it's, that's I think very, that's what it was. That seems like a wow. very high number. It's amazing how it's many. a very high number. Yeah, I had some like 72-year-old guy who was strung out on meth, and I was like. 72 on meth? That is impressive. You're supposed to be wise. You're like, <laughs> you're my elder. Wow. Meth? I would have really? loved to Did have I tell you, that Do you want to talk story? about the end of Western civilization? No. We, that's all we do here. <laughs> so I'm walking home from the studio to the house, and this uh-huh. is a uh, you know uh, middle class, upper middle class suburb. Mm-hmm. Walking down the street, homelessness homelessness in American cities has exploded. Yeah, and I'm walking down the street, and there's four gentlemen sitting on the sidewalk, Ventura Boulevard. Ventura Boulevard. You've heard it in the songs. It's uh, very th- you know very famous big thoroughfare. Ventura Boulevard. I've heard songs. Ventura yes. Highway. In the sun. No, what's his name? Talking about Ventura shine. Boulevard. He's a singer in L.A. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, the guy, guy, the singer guy I'll in get LA. back to it. Yeah, please. Uh, anyway, I'm walking down Ventura Boulevard. Four gentlemen, homeless, in the street, uh, on the footpath. One of them is doing heroin. You know, just like in the movies. Just like you were taught in high school. You take the spoon and you're a light. He's doing that. The other guy is uh, smoking his crack pipe and the other two are unconscious. Ooh, so you got a little heroin, got a little, heroin, got a little crack pipe, little crack and you got a little unconsciousness. Little unconsciousness. Was that was the unconsciousness kind of like a permanent unconsciousness? No, no I was to... checking. There was breathing. breathing. Okay, they just had their paraphernalia next to them, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow. Talk about uh, the opiate epidemic and stuff, and yeah. it's here. If you want to see it, oh, yeah. just walk down the street. It's here. And the, the lyric is from the Tom Petty tune, Free Falling. Thank you. Moving west down Ventura uh, Boulevard. Boulevard. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Google, play Tom Petty Ventura Boulevard song. Oh, it's Free Falling. Hey, okay, Google. Free Fallen by Tom Petty. 
Here it is on YouTube Music. It's such a great song. It's just delicious. We miss you, Tom. It's lovely. It's delectable. And now there's drugs. Loves your mama. Oh, it's loves a, Jesus. We're so gonna get pulled in. In America too. <laughs> oh, I just think so. <laughs> but if he's dead, do you still get in trouble for uh, for think, ripping uh, off his music? Yeah, he's, he's got not an gonna estate. care so much, but yeah. the estate's gonna be upset. Oh, we're just rocking out here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're loving this. Come on, get to the venturable <laughs> Or Cedar, that's just in the room. Yes. Yeah, it's called the 101. Yes. No. Can we get to the part of Inventor Boulevard? Uh, I'm going to have to turn it off because we've really got... I'm going to leave soon. What are we going to do? You started this. Just now you're going to end it right before the lyric starts? Is that what you're going to do? So we have to keep going. Right? Yeah. There's this weird air right yeah. now. Also, people are like, wow, I can't even really hear this no, that well. Very, not very well produced. Here we go. Walking through the valley, move west down. Wait for it. Ventura Boulevard. Thank you. <laughs> you could have let him finish that song at wow. least. Wow. That's... Oh, wait, Thanks, there's Tom. A... Oh, maybe you were thinking about the Everly Brothers Ventura Boulevard. No. Oh, how many, <laughs> how many Ventura Boulevard songs there are Abba there? Ventura Boulevard? Hey, Google, no, but... play Abba's Ventura Boulevard song. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> I will throw this thing through the window. Please don't. I will say... That you, you, the little switcheroo you threw when you were like, I'm not going to play ABBA this week and I'm going to play the Bee Gees. It made that me was, smile because I like the Bee Gees. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Threw good call back to the home. Can we move on to autopilot, autonomous driving? Now, we're not going to talk about the terrifying and fantastic new feature because we already talked about this auto summon. So we're going to pass by this article from CNN. But if you're in the show notes and you want to see it, they uh, they talk about a lot of customers using the auto summon features in parking lots. Um, Over half a million times already. <laughs> Tesla owner, the one quote was, I'm blown away after watching his Tesla drive slowly behind a group of pedestrians. It was fantastic. Scary and terrifying, but fantastic. <laughs> and it is all of those things, scary and, and fantastic. But autopilot saved the lives of three bears. I just watched it just now. Three bears. So this guy was using his dash cam and he was driving through Glacier National Park in Montana on a road trip from Utah. He was going 50 miles an hour and autopilot recognized the animals before he even saw them. Yeah. And started to slow down. And it was a mama bear and her two cubs. She was none too happy to see the Tesla driving down the no, road. It was at like night, a standoff. Pitch black in the middle of the night. And he backed up a little bit and she walked away. But that's the feel good autopilot story because A, he probably would have hurt that bear. B, he would have terrified his family and maybe hurt somebody in his family. And C, who knows what that mama bear would have done if a car was on top of her bear. 
Uh, and not to mention horrible. him not being able to drive for the next couple of right. months. It was impressive. It's dark, 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 dark. Yeah. You see the car goes slow as And then you see the bears and you're like, oh, that car can see in the dark better than me. Yeah. In the dark better than you, Mel. In the dark better than me. Better than you, better than me. You know, because I don't see very well in the dark. That's one thing that I've noticed with my aging. Oh, I just drove in the dark down you know, uh, the freeway system and then they have, you know, there was construction and mm-hmm. stuff. It was terrifying. I just like, I can't drive at night now. I'm that guy. Yeah. I can see that. You Pathetic. Mean, I can see I need at least you can see driving. that. I could not see that. If it was daytime, I could see that, but not at night. I couldn't see it at all. I could have not see that. I'm glad time. we're not thinking about other song references. So oh, we can keep going thank on. God. Do you want to, you want to talk about this self-driving garbage can now that we're talking about uh, autopilot? Can you, you not, said this is, a, you know, we shouldn't do this, but this is the best thing we've done. Yeah. We're going to skip this Daimler there's, autonomous look, freight line because yeah, we don't care we don't about care. that. UPS, I, we I don't care get, about that. Somebody's got to solve this problem <laughs> of me having to push my garbage out to the side of the street. Somebody's got to solve it's that. It's amazing how many times have you been in bed mm-hmm. either it's like whatever 11 30 at night you're just about getting to bed you're warm under the covers mm-hmm. on in your jammies mm-hmm. and all of a sudden your eyes just pop open Bink. go oh yeah it's whatever monday night mm-hmm. i gotta take the trash cans out yeah. because they're going to be out there at oh. 5 30 for me it's hearing the first truck drive by my house yes. going i didn't take the cans out and then running out there bare feet sometimes bare bottom <laughs> oh, no, never us. never bare bottom oh. And then trying to see, oh, I lost. Uh, that means the green can doesn't get picked up because happens. he's gone both sides. It's happens just all the so time. terrible. As so soon as terrible. I hear that truck, same thing, right Beep. out there. Yeah. Well, but I they, thought you were going to say you're lying in bed and your eyes pop open, boom, and you realize you've wet the bed. And you didn't. But that's not what <laughs> And you, you didn't. And you forgot to charge your garbage can driver. No. This, what is this So thing? this is the self-driving garbage can <laughs> that's programmed. There's a blue there's a wi- there's a Wi-Fi connection mm-hmm. to your phone or whatever, an internet connection to of your phone. Of course there is. And you program it. So like if trash is always on Tuesday mornings, mm-hmm. you can have it limp the cans out at three in the morning when nobody's gonna be around to get in its way. Mm-hmm. And it's a motor device that you can put on any municipal trash can. There's only like a, you know, a, a whatever, a handful of manufacturers of these municipal trash cans that mm-hmm. cities contract with. And this young man, I, I, uh, his name? Andrew Murray. Andrew Murray. There it is. He Andrew must be Australian. This Murray is Australian. Actually, it's more New Zealand. Murray, present. Yeah, really nice aside, Mel. Sorry. Go on. And he's developed this, <laughs> this bolt-on motor with wheels, and there are these um, little... Uh, nests that it starts out where it, it's always charged and it learns a path and it drives the can out to the curb. And at the curb, there's also just a little stop thing, which is going to have to get redone because it's too much of a tripping hazard. People had made comments about that online, but the concept is fantastic. I can't believe nobody has thought of this. Uh, he, first world problem, he, well, it's I don't ridiculous. know. I mean, this could not work at my house. How's it going to get through my back gate, through my front gate, down my my gravelly path? I don't know. This doesn't need, work for you me. You need the the four wheel drive version. How, it may work for a quite a, if it. I'd buy a house just so this could work at it. Of course. <laughs> of course <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. The, the, the driveway has too big of a so, grade. It's so not will flat. it work? Do you have to buy one for each of your can, or yes. will this thing? 
so it won't just like go out, grab no, one of your they, cans. But that's, you could do that. That's that what be, it should do. That is would it be should better. Take a can out, go back and get the other one. Take it. It'd be like little R two D twos. Remember yes. from the the Death Star, the first Star Wars. Me, me. There were like those little me, me. like they look like little trash bins, little simple yes. human trash bins running around uh, the the Death Star. They should just. Uh, and of course, I would sit on the top of my trash can and drive around. <laughs> yeah, that'd be and amazing. many pets will be on it. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, just so see like raccoons really cool. dry, riding yeah. your trash cans out to the front. You know what? I'm on board now. It now that cool. animals get to ride on them, I think it's cool. That's excellent. Hey. Yeah. We need to talk about superchargers. Oh, Robert. wait. This is my favorite. You know what? This is my Robert. favorite part of the show. I'm going to watch Mel's face when Tell Robert talks about superchargers. You've super got 100 superchargers that got constructed this week. Tell me, Robert. Tell me now. So since 930 when we last did the show, so exactly two weeks, there are 12 new superchargers. Open? Open superchargers. That's quite a bit. In, in America? Well, no. That's not in America. That's all over. That's worldwide. I know. I know three superchargers that were open and aren't. One that got <laughs> open. <laughs> Although one of those twelve, uh, would I say twelve? Yeah, I you said, said 12. twelve. One of those twelve that got open is here. Yeah. Uh, this is in the middle of Tokyo, right alongside a very large river. Oh, it's probably and underwater. I think it might be uh, not functional right now. I hope now. it had like a G G F R, yeah, whatever GFR? those G F R, not a G F R. Is that what it's called? What are those G F I? G F I. It's in Shinomi. Uh, oh, this one's in Kyoto. No, Ko- Koto City, which yeah, is I mean, Tokyo. whatever. Just just name other cities in Japan. Maybe it'll be in one of them. Nara. <laughs> Nagasaki. Way to prepare for supercharging. Okay, come on. Oh, next. Get out of here. I knew it was in Tokyo. I just didn't realize there was a Koto and a Kyoto. Yeah, I know. But that's just because I'm a little dyslexic. I'll uh, just call I'm on I'm sorry. That. Now I feel bad. Now. I feel I've wronged the you. The construction. But where are the superchargers besides the one in Japan? Are there any, any in America? Tell us, tell us the ones that, in, that I want to have. <laughs> Anyone around within 200 miles of us? Well, there's one in Taiwan. Plain no. Washington. He didn't hear me. No. Woodstock which is in Canada, New Zealand, Timaru. Timaru? Timaru. Uh, there's in uh, a bunch in Canada, Quis per, okay. Paramsis. So none in the U.S. So Salisbury <laughs> up in, uh, in uh, I think that's also in Canada. Uh, there's one in Texas, North Carolina. There's Jakovic in Ooh, Sweden. Texas, that's America. There's a Spanish supercharger that Ooh. opened in Madrid. Get tapas. And then there's another one in South Korea. So Ooh. not a lot. There's none in California. Mm. That but, is so upsetting. But we will be getting California. So as I said, superchargers under construction, 23, which is okay. an enormous number for this report, Calabasas. which includes Walnut Creek. Mm-hmm. It includes Scotts Valley. Mm-hmm. These are in California. Scotts Valley. South San Francisco. South of San Francisco. Novato, California. That's in Novato. Near Novato. <laughs> Keep going. And that's it. Uh, what um, about San Rafael? What about Santa Cruz? I could use a couple up there. Yeah. But well, I nothing. You could, but you can't have them. RV city. parks, buddy. That's all you need to know. City. They did open one in Watsonville, which I've used a couple Yes. Times. That's pretty sweet. And the permits, three. That's very disappointing. Yeah, what's happening with the permits? Yeah, I don't know. Permits fell off. I guess everybody jumped up into construction just mm. before the show. Still no Calabasas, though. No, that one is like on the list of being one of the longest. That and my Santa Monica, mm. Santa Monica Boulevard and Fifteenth, where they're supposed to be serving Impossible Burgers while I charge up my car. That's, that's it. That's at about day nine hundred and eighty-seven on the permit. Vote. Everyone's favorite time of the show. It's a media picks time of the show, Melvis. 
Can I do Friends again? I mean, you can, but I don't know why you would. Because I'm still really enjoying it. Okay. Is there like is there a specific season and or episode? No, I just started at season one and I just started watching it for a, a okay. laugh. And I'm like, I really like this. And show. what is it about it that's really? I think it takes me back in. to a, a more simplistic time when I had hair. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sit there like thinking about yourself with hair watching that episode wherever it was you watched it when you had hair? Oh, yeah, my. I think so. That's so weird. It's like a trip. It's such a weird, I was a younger it's a, man. It's a weird thing to do. Now, Robert has a, I don't know, 75 media picks, one of which is like a no, food wrap. No, my media pick is still, uh-huh. I mean, it is tonight. In less than three hours, it will be the season finale of Succession, okay. which I've got to watch I really got into. And the funny thing is, is I went out the other night and I was having dinner with a friend and... Uh, this person didn't really watch much television, so I didn't mm-hmm. wasn't able to have that conversation. But I heard out of the corner of my ear down the side of the of the restaurant that there were these three women sitting at a table, and that's all they were talking about was succession. So, so you got up and left your friend a, or whatever. Yeah, no, I didn't. I shut that down, turned it off, and uh, I just knew that I had a few other people to talk about succession mm-hmm. with, like you guys. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Oh. Neither have I, and I want to because it's getting great reviews. It's it's pretty kick-ass. Well, tonight, six o'clock on HBO, oh, my the... phone, it'll be the last last one. I don't I don't have HBO anymore. I don't know what happened. I have to I tried to call ATT to figure it out what was going on because it's supposed to be free with my thing and it's not free with my thing anymore. And I'm just I'm uh, very upset. Bo- I don't know what they've done. I need to call them though and 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 cry. At least you're not like Mel and I when you realize you're subscribing to four or five other things and spending a thousand dollars. I got HBO, year. I got HBO Go, I got HBO Now. I'm Those like, are all the same like, thing. Can I have one happening? of your logins? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're gonna have all those things, like I'll take one. Should I have an app where you can share logins. Yeah, that sounds illegal. Mm. What's this beeswax know. food wrap thing? Because yeah, you, so, you contradict yourself from one I, sentence to the next. I, I went for, uh, I'm up for quotes, and I oh, got this package, cool. and I found another quote on it that okay. I thought was really great. And this quote is that the greatest threat to our planet is the belief that someone else will save it. Mm. And That's true. That's true. I mean, lots of us. Oh, you know, I'm going to get this this bottle of water from the liquor store and because I'm thirsty and I'll get a reusable bottle next time. I'll remember my reusable bottle. Or, you know, like if you're going to take a car, like you're going to rent a car, rent a gas car. Well, I'll get a I'll rent an electric car next time when I have more money mm. when I can afford it's it. It's hard to get an electric car rental. Yeah, Turo. It is. They're very expensive, but they you are. can do it. But in LA, you can get a Tesla for like 80 bucks a day. Still, but you know, like you can rent a car for 20 bucks a day, 30 bucks a day. Well, I so wish again, this Tesla network thing would get going. Yeah, we yes. all do, buddy. We all wish it would be. Yes. In fact, somebody had asked Elon, can you please start the Tesla network even before autonomy so yes. we can share each other's cars? Yes. Yeah. I agree. So on this package, which is reusable beeswax food wraps. So which you comes know, in a plastic binder? No, it doesn't. <laughs> but this this is the, my the favorite one. I'm gonna just hand it to you guys to feel it. It's clean. I washed it. This is uh it's real nice. Is there an I got target. It's made by Patagonia Provisions. Oh, and this is it's the got other a little bee on it. There's there's what kind two of I've been food do you wrap in this? So like a you cut a pear in half and you're gonna eat the pear? Is it paper? 
It's fabric. It's an organic cotton fabric that's impregnated with beeswax. Hmm. And they print stuff on it. And this stuff is amazing. The cheese, like I'll buy, let's say, a wedge of cheese. It's all in plastic. So you take the plastic off, you cut some cheese, and then you try and fiddle the plastic back over it. Or you stick it into a Ziploc bag. And you know what? It gets moldy faster in plastic because there's no, like... Breathing, it's just mm-hmm. I don't know what the actual yeah. mechanics are of the. F- but it but should be if like you wrap it in this, it, uh-huh. it it's amazing. But it doesn't dry out. No, it's not susceptible to air. So how does it how does it stay together, Robert? Well, you can see here how it's sticky. You're but it doesn't really it. like. I'll just like it's not put perfect. I'll put the thing in here. Pretty good. And I'll just kind of wrap it like He's this. Wrapping uh, and like this. Some electronics. Yeah. In it now. And then I'll put this mm. in my oh. refrigerator. The Patagonia one seems a little stickier than this other one, even though yeah. you wrote that this one was tackier than yeah, this one. Yeah, the Patagonia one is solid. This thing is awesome. Okay. I like it. It's expensive, so you yeah. get like three of these but Patagonia wraps for 20 bucks. It's bigger than the other one. Have you ever wrapped a sandwich in it? I don't eat sandwiches. And how many usages could you... <laughs> I don't eat sandwiches. <laughs> I don't. How many usages can you get out of it? This Patagonia thing is probably five months old, and, how and do I've you used clean it a bunch. It? And how do you clean it? I just put it over... You know, I have like a double sink that has that hump in the middle. Mm-hmm. I just lay it over that. I gently run a sponge over it mm-hmm. with some soap, and then I... Rinse it, flip it over, do it again, and it's just great. You soap and, and the beeswax doesn't get... It doesn't that... come off. The The second one that I bought, which mm-hmm. is with the packaging that everybody loves so much because <laughs> of all of the sayings on it, mm-hmm. it's from... Uh, it's from... Matka. Reusable beeswax food wraps. These are a lot cheaper. You get like six of different sizes for $18. It's on uh, Amazon, M-A-T-K-A. I just encourage everybody to get this stuff, try it out. It's a new way to wrap up your food. And I haven't used a Ziploc bag. Like I'll cut an avocado in half, wrap it in this. Cut a piece of fruit, wrap a banana, what I cut in half. So I I cut a lot of things in half, I guess. I encourage these to be made in America because these ones aren't. But they're cool. I like it. It's a good idea. Get rid of, you know, because plastic bags are probably shipped over here too. So Yeah, and they're not good because they're going to end up in the ocean or somewhere else. I recently switched to these glass containers, but unfortunately the glass containers do have a plastic top, but... Right. At least the food's not touching the plastic. True. Hopefully they'll last a little bit longer because they'll stay a little bit cleaner. So good on you for your media and food wrapping pick. I, I'm not going to have a food wrapping pick next week. Yeah, next time. Uh, it's a domestic pick. pick to reduce your okay. plastic and carbon footprint. Have you ever considered, like, I guess parchment paper wouldn't be reusable, so that's not really Well, green. wax paper is pretty good, yeah. but you end up throwing it away. This yeah. stuff lasts a lot longer. I like it. Did you guys wash your hands? Because now I guess I have to wash this again. Oh, no. <laughs> no you should absolutely. I, wash, I mean, I have washed my hands, yeah, but it at once. hasn't been lately <laughs> yeah. in any way, shape, or form. I mean, I was out in public touching. What do I look like, Semmelweis? <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy oh. that came up with the fact that you have to wash your hands. So oh, you yeah. It's a n- nerd joke. joke. <laughs> nice. Joke. Uh, my media pick is Peaky Blinders Season 5 has, uh, has dropped, as the kids say, on the Netflix. Solid, and it starts little. Uh, what would you call it? Spoiler alert! At the 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 crash of Wall Street, the the big the the beginning of the nineteen twenty uh, crash. You know, um, I yeah. can't. I couldn't tell you anything about what that show is about from the 
title. Peaky Nothing. Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders is the name of the like their of their crew. They are Peaky Blinders because the reason they're called that is because they wear the newsy hats. The hats you're very fond of. The newsy type yeah, style of hat. Yeah. But they embed razor blades in them. And when they're in fights with people, they flick them and they they they, they use them in their head in their hats and they cut people. And then occasionally, if they're really mad at one of their enemies, they'll, they'll take their eyes out. They're not good people. <laughs> terrible, 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 people. terrible. People. They have some terrible haircuts. Yeah, they have really bad haircuts. When they take their hats oh off, all I can think of is yeah, put the hat, put the hat back, back on. on. <laughs> but the show is spectacular. Great acting. Great costuming. It's a period piece. Great. Well, yeah, I just said it was 1929. Yeah. They're wearing like three-piece like suits. Five, season they're, five. Aren't they all period pieces? Because we all live in some period in history. That's true. I mean, I wouldn't call Friends a period piece, Yeah, that's piece, a period though. piece. It may be but, it was, but, it was, but it was made in the current period when it was made. It wasn't made to be a period piece. I get what you're coming from. It's sort of the joke. There's a comedian, and he's like, oh, I want to show you this picture of me when I was younger. And the comedian's like... Every picture is a picture of you when you were younger. Otherwise, you've got some weird camera. (laughs) (laughs) The future camera. A Polaroid is a picture of you when you were younger. Like, even if it was a second ago, you're younger. Exactly. That's the point. It's funny. You guys are too much. I've got to go. So let's finish the show. I have to leave immediately. Okay. Goodbye. Thank the sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. sponsors. RPM Tesla is a a sponsor. Is he? I don't know. Yeah, he's sending, sending us stuff. a whole bunch of. He's supposed to be here. Here for all the listeners out Mark, there. Mark at is, RPM is, Tesla. is sending us a bunch of trays yeah. for the center console, uh-huh. I believe, of the Model Three, and we'll be able to give those, send those out for like not until I get mine, like two or three bucks. You can have yours. He'll say he's going to send us a whole box. Uh, he said he was going to send them to us. So I'm just waiting for that to arrive. So Mark, now you're on the clock. Um, so thank you very much for all of your support over the years. He Thanks sent- to the folks who've used our referral codes. Not me, Robert. I'll <laughs> get to it. Yeah, I'll I mean, we'd like I guess to thank you. This is my month, but right. So it's, it's still your month. Is yes, it, your it month is. Seems like it lasts it's four Robert, or five shows. Robert. No one knows. What is it? <laughs> What's the code? It's Robert three one seven seven. That's it. Thirty one seven seven. I have a gift to give out to one to of me? the listeners. Oh. All you have to do is uh, I don't know how should we do this. We do it by email, right? Whoever sends the first email gets it. Yes. All right. So it's that a, lives nearby. If you have access to Charge Point chargers, there are these. Uh, What's the email address? <laughs> <laughs> are we eligible to win? <laughs> it's a act. It's a charge point card. Uh-huh. You put this. It's like a number, and you're able to use it uh-huh. to charge at the charge point chargers. There's lots of them. I use them all the time. Is it free? Is this the give you some hours? Bucks. Does this give you hours or no? no? You just... It doesn't give you any time. It just registers you. And so my card was falling apart. I was one of the original ChargePoint people, so I called them up, and they were very nice. They sent me a replacement card, and they sent me an extra card, and I'm gifting this to one of our great listeners and encouraging everyone else. And even if you send us your email, I really appreciate it. At the same time, go to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast, Mm -hmm. write us a review. A good one. Lie. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Hey, it's a good show. All the family of shows are good shows. Since you guys, if you're listening to this, have a, I don't know, um, like maybe a 400 in 4,000 chance of not being a Patreon? 
No, I guess if you're you have a four hundred and four thousand chance of being a Patreon. What's he talking about? <laughs> no idea. So in other words, most of the people saying. listening to this show are oh. not Patreons. Yeah, we understand that. Mm-hmm. Go to Patreon. Consider uh-huh. putting down some bucks each month to listen to the full show and to get the weekend extras. Yeah, and they're good. They're so good. I just oh, shot yeah, one. the weekend extras are spectacular. There's been so, so many of them. One. They're so so but actually, coming. that's a new show in the Tesla family of shows. We have the, yes. the Tesla Big Show. Yeah. This show that you're currently yeah. listening to for free, if, I'm, <laughs> if right. I might add, <laughs> completely. And free. then the Patreon show, which is the best show. Sure. Yeah, it's really a spectacular ever, yeah. good show. And then there's The Daily Show. Eh, I mean, that one's It's the good. little show. It's full of lies, but it's a good show. <laughs> and then the weekend Patreon-only Daily Show, four shows in one it's it a, feels like it's one a show. Of shows. It feels like one show, but it's it's really four very unique shows that all talk about Tesla in one way or the other and other things that aren't Tesla related. Let's get to letters. So I got uh, Zach sent me a, um, I've got to go. a direct message. So go, go, go. Hey, great. Do the letters. Got to go. This is an See important one for you. So at least oh, listen as on. you're unhooking. You're fine. Come on. He says, uh, "Do you think you guys can cut portion of the episode where you had somebody talking about making community solar plus storage and make it as a separate episode so I can share it?" Uh, it would be great information for many people now with the electricity crisis in California. We really so I think could. Zach is up north. That was the Jeff Bass conversation yeah. I think we were having. Uh, we right? could do that, Zachary. You know, yeah. thanks for uh, getting me to do more work, but that's fun. Yeah, yeah if it will treat, teach people. And in fact, I was on the phone with Tesla Solar because they're gifting me a Powerwall. And they want to know if I want it and everything. And I said, wow, you guys must be so busy because all these people in Northern California, not to mention all the gas stations who didn't have electricity, should be calling you for power walls so they could at least pump that crap out of the ground into people's cars so they can escape the fires. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he said, yeah, that sounds like a, yeah, hmm, I wonder. I had power wall issues. I've documented them on the show, but everybody, it's okay. It's fixed. They rebooted my power wall. Went into Stormwatch mode and wouldn't come out of standby mode. Right, right, right. But it's fixed now. Thank God. I was worried. Are you okay? Do you uh, need a hug? It was terrible time. That's yeah. how do you how do you denote an even further first world problem? Is it like a half world Every problem? Every one of Mel's problems a is in like first world, world plus. And first world hey, plus. I've got to read this one. Steel Sully. Thank you at Talking Tesla and RPM Tesla for the new uh, all weather floor mats for our Model S. They look great, fit perfectly, and are definitely heavy duty. Sorry for the shipping costs, Mel. And he attached a lovely photograph. So yeah. very nice. They look Looks, slick. Again, RPM Tesla, so very kind to give our listeners floor mats. Mel, so very kind to ship those out. Me, so very kind to find a box for them. Nice. And guilt wow. Mark into giving them away for us. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, that's, that's kind of what I do. And Robert, you had absolutely nothing at all to do with that, except for you put the picture of it in the show notes. So every one of us contributed to this lovely and beautiful thing. Let's have some high fives. Go high team. Five. Yeah, yeah, so good. Look, so I got to go. I, I, hey, the show is talking to Tessa, Robert, Mel, Tom. Um, I'm out. All right, buddy. Hey, Me too. Bye. Hey, Google. Yeah. Play uh, Tom Petty uh, Ventura Boulevard song. Free Falling. All right, free fallen by Tom Petty. We're out. Playing on YouTube Music. Good show. Thank you, everyone. Bye.